Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting until it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. What is world.com? Part-time, do 9-11 when I have time Yeah, I always buy One-way ticket when I fly 
to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. I shit on you. Is it on your chest? Is it on your chest, Lambo? Yeah, I have to scrape it off. Ah, it's scrape it or... With your teeth? Oh, I just spatula. With the spatula? <laughs> Did it hurt getting it off your chest with the spatula? Like a rubber one or like a metal one? I was wondering. No, I think you would one. use a metal one. You just use a cheese grater. Yeah. Uh, what did you do over the weekend? Uh, Dalton, I had to... Uh, oh. Man. Yeah, mediocre. I, I watched <laughs> Lifetime. Did you watch it? The the Steve Coulter? No. Oh, no. It was no. pretty bad. Like, I kept the volume down for most of it, but, like, whenever he was on, I would turn it up, and he's <laughs> freaking awesome. He's pretty awesome. The Prince Charles thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The Meghan and Harry, yeah. It was, like, it was, like, a typical fucking Lifetime thing with, like, horrible music and, and shit, but, uh, no, nah, he was, he had one line, too, where he was just really dry and really fucking funny, like, really good. <laughs> and I hated myself the whole time, pretty much. Then, uh, I took a big shit afterwards, so I was like, that makes up for it. So it was really guys. that. It was really totally that knows. bad. It was all right. It was okay. There was all that, the scene with the lion. The lion was fucking awesome too. But it's one little scene where he has like a little hissy fit in the tent, and then he storms out, and then the lion's right there. There's like fuck the fucking baby lion. That thing was badass. <laughs> thing was fucking badass. And new Rick and Morty new episodes got signed, signed on yes. by Adult Swim. They're saying 70 more episodes, so that's like yeah. possibly Couple seven seasons. seasons. Yeah, cut seven more seasons because oh, so, it's yeah. usually like 10, 10 episodes. Yeah, I knew a it season. was a shitload. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't realize how many, how many was in a season. What did you do over the weekend, Slim? Uh, I played a lot of Mario Odyssey. Dude, that game is the new fucking one? amazing. Yeah, it is. I got it for awesome. you and for his birthday, and uh, he beat like a, a stage of it, like a whole whatever. Yeah, a whole see, uh, stage. Stage, I guess. I don't know. Is it got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like different uh, kingdoms you go to. You go to different kingdoms, yeah. And, and at uh, first I thought it was going to be like that fucking, uh, what was the one? I don't know. There was one for, uh, Mario Galaxy? Yeah, that shit thinking? was fucking oh, yeah. ridiculous hard. Like, did you ever play that shit? I don't know. I no, I never did. I missed that one. I tried playing that shit with him, and I, I couldn't fucking do it. And I think he gave up on it, too. But yeah, this one, he was, like, killing killing it so yeah it's like cool. it, it's both like it's easy but then there are like difficult well, parts the hat. It's just you already had fun. it the hat yeah don't you control his hat uh is that yeah you well you you like if you use the joy cons you can like flick your hand and throw the hat and yeah. then you could use the hat to take over other monsters and like each yeah. enemy you take over has like a unique move set which is amazing like you can stack up goombas like if you become a goomba you can make like a big stack of goombas nice. and stuff like that and there is a two-player mode uh, that you could play co-op where one of you plays as the hat and the yeah. other player plays as Mario, and that that was pretty neat too. Wait, his hat's like a character in it or something? Yeah, the hat is like it's got eyes and stuff, and it can <laughs> talk. It's like a little ghost that has like a top oh. hat, and then it becomes your hat. I talked to Jeremy too, the one I said does the the groundkeeping for the uh, the cemetery. Oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah. He said he saw a coworker fall on a grave. I guess it caused a sinkhole over so many years. Oh, like underneath. The, hey, what do you say? They're normally like uh, cement now, like yeah, under the ground, yeah, but back then they used uh, slate slate yeah so i guess when they use the slate it like rots over the fucking oh, over the years so like the whole thing like collapsed and one of his co-workers fell in and all that was left of the uh 
the casket was the metal bars on the side of it. Really? There was, wasn't so I don't know if there was like a skeleton That's above, what I was wondering. Like <laughs> the if casket was completely gone except for the metal. Skull. So yeah, I figured there had to be some... That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Was crazy. His, was his co-worker okay? Or? Yeah, I guess. He didn't say. I guess they all laughed about it. <laughs> He's down there with like a he broken he wrist. He doesn't mind the dead bodies. It's just the fucking... Uh, like the weed whacking, like the the work, like the work sucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, cause they're weed whacking like seven thousand plus like, yeah, it's, graves. It's taking them weeks. It's gotta no. be like all like uh, lands, pretty much just landscaping yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, so my uh, my stepfather used to do that too. He would just mow, but the cemeteries, and he'd be doing that like twice, maybe three times a week. Or like a looting, fucking... though. I want to send you and get me like a Rolex and shit. Thinking <laughs> of that, Slambo the grave robber. Yeah, <laughs> start robbing graves. Yeah, that sounds good. That's like a good career. You well, need, like, the bug thing doesn't work out for you. You need yeah. looting pants. No. You need like <laughs> wait, what are looting pants? Cargo pants. No, 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 you need those like the, the you know the Carhartt. Cargo pants. Yeah. So, so you can get them dirty and shit. Oh, yeah. You're getting dirty. You're going in a yeah. fucking grave, bro. <laughs> digging that shit out. I ain't even doing that work. I'm just driving you there and I'll, I'll hold the flashlight. <laughs> so does he have to wear like a like a trench coat with a shitload of pockets too? The cargo, like, probably cargo pants one of those aprons. And, an apron. and, and a apron. book bag. He probably needs a book bag. <laughs> like three of them. Yeah. Can't be fucking around with flashlights. You gotta have night vision goggles. My vision That's goggles. How you do it, okay, yeah. why, why well, not so flashlights? I guess so the cops don't don't yeah, catch yeah. it. Yeah, so the cops don't catch it. Yeah, <laughs> they don't see you doing it. No, you got to include the cops. They got to get a cut of this. I'm yeah. not doing this without thirty cops on board. You give them, yeah, you give them like a cut of your profit. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna it's, just. I'm just gonna. You're gonna genius. get arrested. And I'm gonna get away. That's gonna be the the, the deal we make. Oh, it's genius. It's genius. It's just what I needed. I got, I got free board, free health care. Yeah. That air condition we talked about. Last yeah, week. on everyone else's dollar. You end up in uh, Texas, bro. Texas. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you gonna do for the for the holiday? What's was, is that this Rob week? Rob grave that? next week. <laughs> When's uh, Memorial Day? <laughs> Memorial Day grave robbing. Robbing graves, <laughs> duh. That's the best time to do it. Nobody's going to be barbecuing yeah, at a grave, so you're Nobody's yeah. fucking interested in all the beach and barbecuing, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but really, you got, like, real plans besides grave robbing? Or, like, what are you going to do between do you your grave street? robbing? Oh, street yeah. Through the weekend? I, I don't work through the weekend, but I am going to be... It probably is going to be pretty, uh crazy just a heavy week yeah but you'll have like memorial day, day weekend off yep uh, nice. i'm guessing that uh people are gonna be doing whatever next weekend great how shitty the, the weather is you know what next week is gonna be good yeah oh because this yeah. week we had shitty yeah weather. this week we're having yeah. shitty weather so well that's good though you get more bugs out next yeah. week then right because of all the mm -hmm. rain this all week the swarms. So. my dad went on his motorcycle yesterday he said there was swarms of bugs just oh yeah smashing him <laughs> dude i got attacked by a duck the other day because i, <laughs> I sprayed ducks are fucking nasty. i sprayed its nest on it it was it was nesting in the garden and i didn't see it there and i sprayed the garden and all of a sudden the fucking duck just came out <laughs> when i uh, worked at a pharmacy there was a duck on the side of the building that like had the eggs and shit and, yeah and this one bitch just like yeah, I hate it. Yeah. She, she fed the duck every day, so she's like, you gotta feed the duck when I'm off. So, like, I gave it uh, a sandwich, because that's <laughs> all I had. And, uh, yeah, at first it, like, started charging at me. The thing was angry. I ran, because I was just throwing pieces of sandwich at it. It didn't like that. But then, uh, then I guess the sandwich, like, the mayonnaise in the sandwich wasn't any good, like, for it. Because next thing I know, that duck is gone, and there's just diarrhea all over the eggs. And I guess, I guess that duck just didn't want those eggs anymore, those babies. And the sandwich gave her shits. 
<laughs> what kind of sandwich were you giving that duck? I was like turkey salad or something. <laughs> that duck chased me like halfway through the fucking parking lot. Too. While you're throwing the pieces of sandwich. At yeah, I think I started throwing rocks, like little rocks, like real little ones, because it was chasing me. That thing was like fucking honking and shit. It was all angry. But there were a little, a handful of little rocks in it. I fucking hate those Canada geese, man. Those things are so fucking worthless. They take nice uh, geese shit. They yeah, nice they green logs Little everywhere. green, like, logs all over your fucking front lawn and... Yup. That's what Slambo's got to drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> it brought back some, uh, some bad memories. <laughs> well, you got yeah, the yeah. geese, though. There's no geese around here. Right, oh, Canadian, we have Canadian geese. Yeah, right we here? got those Can those brown geese with the white. When I lived up oh, north, okay. too, one of my buddies fucking hit one with a softball. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was gonna be funny, but he got like suspended for that shit. <laughs> that thing was fucked up. At work, he hit it with a softball. At school, oh, at school, at school. In okay. our high school, because we had tons of them. Uh, they were just shit on our track. It's no loss. Uh, he's doing God's work. He should know I got suspended for that. Didn't need all those. He also hit the uh, hit the fence every day with his car. Oh, no. My other friend did that. My other friend Dave did that every day with his car. He would hit the fence post. <laughs> By the end of the year, the whole fence came down. But my buddy Scott took the credit because he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I did, I did it. And he got suspended. <laughs> it's the shit. Anthony Ryder reacts. If you want that, Slambo. Yes, we all. We all do. <laughs> yes, we do. Now it's time for Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Writer Doll from Nightflirt.com. And I'm here to give you yet another term from Urban Dictionary that I'm going to react to. Tonight's word is dickpression. <laughs> dickpression <laughs> is a noun spelled D-I-C-K-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N. Dickpression. <laughs> Our first definition oh, is amazing. not having dick in your life. Our second definition <laughs> is the state of being sad or upset because of the loss of dick in your life. And our third and final definition is when the dick ain't shit and it got you feeling hella depressed. <laughs> now we share some sentences from users of UrbanDictionary.com using the term dickpression. <laughs> A sentence number one. Girl, my man is going to be gone for nine months. I'm fixing to go into a dickpression. <laughs> sentence number two. John. Hey man, is Megan okay? James, not really. She just broke up with her boyfriend and now she's going through a depression. <laughs> and sentence number three. Zach's dick was so small, it put Jasmine into a depression. <laughs> so I think this term, depression, is one that a lot of ladies can relate to. Um, and I Need guess dick. gay men. Though I feel like in the gay community, there's like never a lack of dick. <laughs> Whereas 
Yeah, but are they all good? They're straight girls. There's gonna be a lot of duds. There's yeah. a lot of dick, but that's me homos. stereotyping. It just seems that like a guy who's gay <laughs> is able to get like quality dick whenever he wants it. But a girl who's straight, yeah, we can get dick whenever we want it. That's goes without saying. But quality dick? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> These sentences and definitions lay out the three possible scenarios where someone's going to go through a depression. The first being, um, you just, you're not getting laid. You're not getting it. You're not getting fucked. The second situation being, you were getting fucked. You were in a relationship or you had like a fuck buddy or someone now they're not around anymore, so you're mourning that dick. And then the third scenario is you are getting dick. You're getting fucked. Get it, girl. But that dick is not up to your standards. All dicks are not created equal, as we all know. <laughs> so it can definitely be depressing and put a girl into a depression. It's bad enough when you're not getting an amazing word. Dick and you want it, but I kind of feel like it's worse to get dick, that and it is good. not That'd be up bad. to code. <laughs> like code. Not, I want to know the maybe, dick code. <laughs> maybe he's not working with what you thought maybe he was gonna be working with. You know what I mean? Or. Maybe he doesn't last as long as you want him to. You still want to fuck. And he, like, shoots slow too fast. Or maybe he's one of those guys that think, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna work it slow. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that works for some girls. Nope. <laughs> That's not for me. Um, I like it a little more hardcore and rough. And it definitely has put me into a dick depression before. Are you like a nice slow fucker, Slambo? I like romantic. to build up. <laughs> like yeah, I want to build up to it. And I just want to get fucked dirty. You know? You ladies know what I'm talking about. Now's not the time to be romantic, motherfucker. Lay it on me. Do that shit afterwards. Rough me up. Please. Do whatever you can to keep me out of a depression. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, though, when you're in, like, a period of time. When you want it so fucking bad. You fucking need it. I think there's, like, a little bit of a myth out there where guys think they need to fuck all the time, but women don't need to fuck all the time and maybe they think like women might be satisfied by their vibrator or by a dildo or something like there's no replacement for the real thing they're just isn't and yeah sometimes maybe you need a toy or something to play with mix it up a little bit but trust me, like you need, you need that dick, you need that dick. <laughs> going through a long period of time where you're not getting it. <laughs> Fuck. I do want to address though, the whole size issue. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna be straight up. Slam on arrows, he's a nice big one. I'm sorry, uh, it does, it, to an extent, 
it does. <laughs> I really genuinely feel bad for guys who are working with like very little. Like it's not only short, but it's skinny. Like a golf. Oh pencil. boy. Like a pinky. Nozzle. I do feel bad, but I don't feel bad enough to put it in my mouth. Or anywhere else. <laughs> and I'm not sorry about that. I'm just not into it. You know? Um, it doesn't need to be massive, because then that's a little too much as well. Like, I don't know. You're, like, fucking working with, like, 12 inches. You're one of those anomalies. Like, no. Like, five to fucking nine and a half inches. That's. <laughs> that's the uh that's, that's the, the zone the zone and thicker is always better than length but you don't want a little stubby short one that's super extra wide you must be in a depression for your whole life oh, since yeah. the day you found out you had a small penis <laughs> so the first time a girl put her hand on your pants and laughed at you oh my that God. must suck and it must really give you a lot of anxiety when there's a girl you like <laughs> I'm gonna have to show her my small penis you know penis. that's yeah you know so yeah I that. like this word I like depression <laughs> I don't like being in a depression because I like to get dick but I'm all about this word and these are pretty straightforward definitions and fairly straightforward sentences, so I don't have too much to criticize, other than the fact that, guys, you're not getting laid, it's your fault in some way. You're going through some kind of your own pussy depression. Not my fault, not us girls' fault. You are either creepy or can't like fucking work it in some way and don't take it out on us i'm sick of hearing guys straight fucking white men who think they're entitled to fucking everything <laughs> literally entitled to fucking everything <laughs> and think girls are fucking bitches because they don't want to date you well i'd rather be in a depression than date one of those motherfuckers nice. who it's like, poor me. No, I'm sorry. Maybe you have a small penis or maybe you're just a repulsive human being that I don't want touching me. I don't owe you anything. So fuck off. Okay. So that was the difficult truth of <laughs> depression. Hit me up on Twitter at Flirt Riderdoll and check out my official website at riderdoll.com and see what I've got to offer. Nice. Bye. That was great. <laughs> I had this vision throughout that of uh, Slambo when he fucks he does, he does the uh, Jaws theme so he's like Donna as he builds up Donna and he Da-da. like says it as he's fucking the girl <laughs> and going with that rhythm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me on the mannequin head how you do that. Yeah, do that. Fuck the mannequin head to the Jaws <laughs> rhythm to Jaws theme song. The mannequin head is too masculine. What? You fuck it once a week. Mannequin head. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, how is that too masculine? Look at those eyes like a, and those lips. Looks like a dude. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> Are you retarded? Well, yeah, but let me see it. Well, yeah, <laughs> let's see. Like, how is this? Show me on the mannequin head. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, no, that's not. There's nothing. That's masculine pretty girly. About that. If that's yeah. a guy, it's a fucking. It's looks a real like femmy guy. It looks like a and femmy guy. That's what it looks like. That's still not gay. No. That's still not gay. <laughs> Come on, show me how you. Show me how you fix this depression. Well, it doesn't really have any. Oh, <laughs> uh, you dropped this hair. Uh, oh yeah. Well, it doesn't really. Do you think it's hotter with the the wig or without the wig? With the wig, definitely. With the wig, yeah. So you gotta get you. you gotta get it a new wig because you've been really like you've fucking been it up. On that wig, bro. Yeah. yeah. Now this wig is had it has seen better days. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> seen worser days. Yeah, that's a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> is it break time? I, is I it really? It is. Wow, that flew by. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll be yep. back. With more. Hey beer. guys, it's Ryder Doll. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. You're listening to ROB Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. What's that? We popping. It's like a, a hopped whiskey. Who gives a shit? I do. Where's fucking <laughs> fucking Drizz things? I got it. I got some Drizz things. You got too many? Yo, I got that you too. Got too many? Yo, I got it all. Or are you just drinking? Yo, I'm like a ready. Fucking booze hound. Uh, we got all. <laughs> Yo, he an alcoholic. He didn't Yo, fucking alcoholic. <laughs> all right. Are you a mess, bro? Drizz I'm just having some nice hoppy. <laughs> Goodness, right? Yeah. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits.
hot in here. Nelly. Hot in. So hot in here. So hot in. Hot. Oh. With a little bit of uh uh. And a little bit of uh uh. Just a little bit of. 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 I was like, good gracious. Ass is bodacious. Flirtatious. <laughs> Trying to show faces. I'm waiting for the right time to shoot my steez. You know. Waiting for the right time to flash them keys. Now I'm leaving. Please believe in. Oh. Me and the rest of my heathens checking it. Got it locked at the top of the first seasons. Penthouse rooftop. Birds are feeding. No deceiving. Nothing up my sleeve. And no teasing. I need you to get up on the dance floor. Give that man what he asking for. Cause I feel like busting loose. And I feel like touching you. Uh, uh. And can't nobody stop the juice? So baby, tell me what the use. I said, it's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. Uh, uh, uh. Let it hang all out. While you at the bar, if you ain't popping the bottles, come on. <laughs> what good is all the fame if you ain't fucking the models? I see you driving sports cars and hitting the throttle. And I'll be be down to do a hundred. Top down and goggles. Get off the freeway, exit 106, and park it. Ashtray flip gate. Time to spark it. Gucci collar for a dollar. Got out and mocked it. I spit game, cause baby, I can't talk it. Warm, sweating, it's hot up in this joint. Vocal tank top, on at this point. You with a winner, so baby, you can't lose. I got secrets, can't leave Cancun. So take it off like you're home alone. You know, dance in front of your mirror while you're on the phone. Checking your reflection and telling your best friend like, girl, I think my butt getting big. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. Let it hang all out. Mix a little bit of it with a little bit of it. Let it just fall out. Give a little bit of with a little bit of. Let it hang all out with a little bit of, and a sparkle of that. Let it just fall out. I like it when ya girl, baby make it stop pacing. Time wasting. I got a friend with a pole in the basement, what? I'm just kidding, like Jason, oh. Unless you gotta do it, extra, extra, ah. Spread the news, check it. Now we took a trip from the Luna to the Neptunes. Came back with something thick and it fitting in the seasons. Say she got a thing about cutting in restrooms. Oh, it's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I want to take my clothes off. Let it hang all out. Mix a little bit of, 
with a little bit of. Let it just fall out. Give a little bit of. With a little bit of. Let it hang all out. With a little bit of. And a sparkle of that. <laughs> Let it just fall out. I like it when you go. They make it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mute his mics? <laughs> or no? Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't mute his mic. the whole fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it's gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll mute him next time. I don't anymore because usually I, everybody I has lines, I, but I knew this one didn't. I, 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 I laughed because I thought no it was excuses. gonna be muted. <laughs> you can't hear yourself it. on the mic? <laughs> like, you should be able to hear yourself laughing. Yeah. I mean, I heard you laughing too, I so I, I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll redo that. I'll redo that any day of the fucking week. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, I'll give you too many. So you got it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's here. Rise of the Rape Bucks. <laughs> Which four. one? Part four. He's got the first one. <laughs> He's got <laughs> part one. Part four. <laughs> crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up, getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. It's too many rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After Dexter and the Drizz threw a syphilis hand grenade at Dexter's big cock cousin, Shawnee, and sped off, two layers of the poor bastard's skin melted off, and he turned into a brainy ball bag-looking creature that could float. He did gain some sweet telepathic powers, though. He floated straight to Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, went right through the walls, and straight to Dr. Rapestein's office. <laughs> Dr. Rapestein, my jealous little cock cousin, and the dickless rapper threw a hand grenade at me. Can you fix me? <laughs> <laughs> Nine, you are disgusting! I can't fix you, but you have a lot of sweet powers now. My Nazi equipment is picking up signals that are off the charts. I'm going to put you in a rape bot wants to be the mastermind pilot inside of it. Which would give me the upper hand. You Nazi cunt! <laughs> now, this is great, Johnny. I'm going to send you on a covert mission to bust the wall. 
in all of your uncle's laboratory and steal some of these grenades. Now go, get out of here. I hate you. <laughs> Meanwhile, down at City Hall... Mr. Mayor, our, our weapon worked swimmingly. We tested it out on my big cock cousin, Shawnee, and, and we fucked him up big time. Uh, that's great, you piece of shit, rape nurse. This may be just the advantage we need to fuck up that old crap, kraut and his rapey drug addict psychic. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna win that, Frankie. I'm gonna sing a sweet victory rap too. Yo, you better watch out, motherfucking Brian, motherfucking Doc, and fucking Shawnee. We're gonna fucking beat you. We're gonna win. I don't care what you have. I don't care if you got rape bots. We got fucking pranky. We got everything, and I don't have a dick, and it doesn't matter because I'm more manly than all of you. Yeah, we're gonna fucking win, victory. God yeah. damn it, Driz. That was the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe I hired you. I must have been on some really good fucking dope when I did that. Let's move all those hand grenades to where the rape bots are, just so they'll be safe. And you fuckers better keep making more until we fight these fucking assholes. As soon as Frankie, the Driz, and Daxter in a Daxter's room, the Shawnee piloted rape bot crashed right through the wall and grabbed the whole crate of hand grenades. I'm taking these, you fucking assholes. This is what you get for doing this to me. Shawnee shrieked and Frankie, the Driz, and Daxter all fell to the ground while he escaped. Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck was that shit? That was my big dick cousin, Shawnee. I guess that asshole is working for Dr. Rapstein now. I thought your weapon fucked him up in a bad way, you fucking piece of shit. Even though he's all fucked up, he's piloting a goddamn rape bot and has sweet fucking powers. He's much better than the midgets I've been training. Yeah, but I'd still rather have no dick than look like that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Driz. Back at the prison, Shawnee has given the crate of hand grenades to Doc, who called another one of his propaganda speeches to order. I have achieved the upper hand that is going to help us win this war. I have obtained a crate of top secret syphilis hand grenades. Once that is going to win this war for me, once I will show you all right now. And with that, the doc put on a gas mask, pulled the pins on all the hand grenades, and threw them into the population of prisoners. When the smoke cleared, the auditorium was full of brainy-looking ball bags floating everywhere. <laughs> now, you have all done a great service to your Fiora today. You will now all be talking to your own vape bots to pilot, and we will march on City Hall in the morning! <laughs> Uh, Frankie, I just got a call from one of the prison guards who's still working for me. That Dr. Rapenstein, he has gassed all the prisoners with those fucking grenades. 
and he's turned them all into ball bag brain ass fucking repopotics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, at least I've captured this piece of shit. We may be able to use him as a pawn in all this. Frankie turned around an office chair with a man tied to it with a sack over his face. He pulled it off and... Fuck. Why are you guys doing this? I thought you guys were my friends. I've always done everything you wanted. <laughs> well, the tides have turned, Brian, my boy. I should do to you what your Nazi friend has done to the prisoners, but I'm not a fucking Nazi. I am, however, gonna strap you on the front of a rape bot and use you as a bargaining chip, motherfucker. Get some sleep, you fucking dirty junkie. We're heading out in the fucking morning. No! That's too many rapes! <laughs> good shit, good shit. Continues. The saga continues. Love it. <laughs> it's an epic story. It is. About is that more one? epic than Homer's Odyssey and uh, what was the other one? I don't even the fucking Iliad? know. The Iliad. Yeah, yeah the Iliad. <laughs> is it more epic than your bedtime story, Ron? Maybe not. not <laughs> epic now. Right, this is a good one. I don't know. I get your. That's just. And now it's time for bedtime stories with <sighs> Sleep Ron Burlington. Burlington. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Today we're going to read a story called The Ass Whisperer. So anyways... Once upon a time, there lived a crack baby named Lucas, who was so horribly deformed that he could barely speak. His face was all mangled from all the drugs his parents did in the 70s, and especially around the mouth. But what this idiot lacked orally, orally I would say, made up for that with his other senses. His nose could smell the smallest of farts, and his ears could understand him like the buttholes were talking to him. That, that's a pre pretty special ear, I'd say, boys and girls. But anyways, all the kids at school, they would make fun of him. But the assholes, they done loved him. He would cut class a lot and just sit in the bathroom and start smell all day smelling them farts and whispering to all them little buttholes. He learned that he had this talent at a very young age. That's because his daddy would smoke crack. He would pay for it with the vilest sex acts. Sexual acts, that is. And every night he would pass out face down and anus up. And Lucas would sneak into his room and always pull out whatever his dad had jammed up his asshole and start talking to his daddy's butthole. Then he would fall asleep nuzzling his daddy's anus. He was a pretty fart smeller. <laughs> That was the new pun I came up with. But anyways, one day this big-ass fat bully with the school named Liston Progel shouted in the middle of class for meat and Taco Bell for breakfast. And then it was like his asshole screamed in Lucas's ear. 
This thing is going to beat the fuck out of you after school. Now Lucas, he heated that butthole's warning. And he got up and knocked Liston over with his desk, pulled out his pants down and licked his butthole clean. Liston came, then came in his pants. That little freak. The teacher couldn't believe what she had just seen, so she sent Lucas to the office. But before he walked out of the class, she farted her asshole, it said. Good job, Lucas. He even winked at him. Don't know how he saw that, but it did. And he couldn't resist himself, so he sniffed up the back of her dress and walked to the principal's office with his ugly head held up high. And when he got to that principal's office, he got a really bad scalding. Principal turned bright red because he was so mad, and this caused him to have a heart attack. And as he did, he just was spewing shit everywhere. And Lucas heard that asshole crying. <laughs> Lucas did what he had to and gave that principal's ass to mouth. And that principal came back to laugh and he let a log loose right in Lucas's mouth. Then he apologized for Lucas for yelling at him, thanked him for saving his life, and allowed him to smell all the buttholes he wanted. After everyone graduated, Liston Progo and Lucas, they got married, lived happily ever after, and had butt sex. The end. <laughs> nice. <laughs> The I like the uh, fart language. Yeah, the, the, the fart. <laughs> <laughs> I like the teachers the best. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Where do you fucking find these? <laughs> I just don't know. They just go on and you. They, they find, find me. I, I go to lots of used bookstores in the seedy part of town. So. Ooh, those are the best. That hobo's right. They, they're handwritten. Yeah, <laughs> I just I get really good deals. It's not even an actual store. It's just like a couple of boxes surrounded by a it's like, just a, like hobo. a a drunk fucking junkie talking, and you just record it on your phone. <laughs> He's got a sign above him that says "used bookstore." <laughs> then I write them down in my he little. He shaves it into his fucking chest. Piece. <laughs> he shaves <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> nah, I keep my I keep my chest baby. Well, not you, not the, the used bookstore hobo. Oh, yeah, you get your stories from talking oh, about guy. George or whatever his name uh, is. Don't talk shit about George. Man. <laughs> oh shit, that was so good. I think it's uh, I think we earned break. <laughs> I think we earned a break. <laughs> good job, Ronald. Uh, hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. 
Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Where's Drizzle News? Right here. I need that Jersey story. Can't live without that Drizzle right. News. No, this is where Slambo learns. Everything he talks about for the rest of the week. This is what carries him through. Yeah. Life in general. I just don't know. Life yeah. in genitals. Where's the, uh, get that ready. Um, what else? Um, that's a lot to read. Um... I think Cannibal. Is that turns? Yeah, freed, freed, freed. Okay. So we got Jersey, we got Cannibal, and freed. Yeah, Jersey. What are you doing, huh? That ain't Jersey. Slambo, stop reading ahead. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. He's all <laughs> eager. New Jersey superintendent accused of pooping on a high school track. <laughs> you like that, Slambo? So do I. What's the story? What are you doing? New Jersey school superintendent is facing public defecation charges while as the police said he was caught pooping near another school's track at football field. They made him just a poop on a, a track, Chris. Yeah, yeah, usually when it's not my fucking track, I go fuck that other track and I fucking drizzle my poop all over it. Drizzle yeah. poop? Get a word, public school said in Facebook post Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. That superintendent, Thomas Tramagali, was placed on on paid leave after he was arrested for allegedly defecating on the Homedale High School on Monday, Monday, Monday. Defecation for the win. Given the nature of those charges, he asked for and was granted a paid leave of absence. <laughs> yeah, you should get paid when you poop on a track. Leaves can only be, uh, can only be without pay. In the face of, uh, I don't know, that's a lot of legal mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I wonder what he used to wipe with. Did he wipe on the track? 
Yo, I think you 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 fucking scrape up some of the gravel on the track and you use that to wipe your ass. I wonder if he pooped on the goose poop, so there was like two consistencies of poop. <laughs> According to police high school resource officer and staff is at Homedale High School. Began surveillance on the track after learning that someone was leaving feces on the track and football field on a daily basis. Yeah, he was a serial pooper. He had a regular colon, didn't he, Slambo? And that tickles you like nothing else ever has. Yo, fucking Slambo loves poop. All over his chest. Well, he said that Tramagali was running at the time of his arrest. He was running for the cops. <laughs> I wonder if he's pooping at the same time. Police well, said uh, whether he was suspected on the other fecal finds at the track or how long employees had been stalking, staking out the field from mystery poopers. Fecal finds. <laughs> Driving a concert, look at the summer stage. I wonder if he's going to poop live on stage. He's got to introduce the band. Yeah, he was nice charged dog. for littering. That's not fucking littering. That's giving back to nature, fertilizing that nature. That the way, right, Drace? Yeah, y'all, it's good for the soil. He's the pooper intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pooper intended. Oh, good, good guy. <laughs> I wonder if he's doing it to be funny or what? Like texting his buddies, like, look what I did on the track this morning. It's just fertilizing the, <laughs> the plants. I love, too, that like, they couldn't really, like, indict him on anything. <laughs> anything serious, so they're just like, all right, we'll just pay you for a leave of absence. Yeah. Just don't poop anymore just on the track. Seriously. <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> Cannibal cop whose ex-wife fears his wrist to her daughter drops custody battle. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to eat. You don't want to eat your daughter, do you, Driss? Yeah, that's cool. Yo, if my wife, if my wife was like into like fucking eating people, she could eat my daughter. Would she you drizzle on a daughter for the cop to eat? Yeah, 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 I'll drizzle some, like, hot syrup and, uh, hot molasses. and all that shit, molasses, the ketchup. The former New York City police officer, infamously dubbed the Cannibal Cop, is giving up a custody battle for his daughter due to mounting legal fees. And after comments from his ex-wife that there's a risk Josephine may someday become eaten by him. <laughs> Gilberto Valle, who was acquitted of and released uh, from prison in 2014 after being convicted two days earlier on charges he planned to kidnap and eat a woman, told the New York Daily News that his six-year-old daughter has no idea who I am. Kathleen Mangan, Valle's former wife, wants to keep it that way. Josephine's a young girl who will someday become a woman and she shouldn't be eaten to death. Yeah, he wouldn't eat her. I heard relatives don't take that good. Mangan was quoted as saying in court papers, Gilberto's fantasies and involvement in these chat rooms put Josephine at risk and given his affinity to fantasize about women close to him, there's a risk that Josephine may become a victim. Maybe someday become a victim. Yeah, did he really, like, eat anybody, or did he just talk about eating people? I think he just went in a chat room. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, do you, Tris? Yeah, no, that's fine. Sometimes you just, like, you know, you just pretend. He gave that bitch full custody of the daughter. <laughs> full custody for the win. While he was in standard cannibalism fantasy case. Following his exonerism, he filed court papers in Nevada. Why the fuck was he Nevada? He's from New York. Where Maggie now lives, yeah. seeking visitation with his daughter. But that way, dropped the case. Last month, after the judge told him he was pay his ex-wife attorney's fees, Daily News supported Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, he was just role-playing. You ever role-play like that, Driz? Yeah. 
Yeah, I always roleplay like fucked up shit. Like, that's the only way to roleplay. You only gotta roleplay like fucked up shit, like eating people. What about you, Wavy? Yeah, yeah bro. I'm yeah, y'all Wavy knows. You know what it's about? You guys are buddies with that shit. My crackhead girlfriend, bro. <laughs> yeah, you pretend to like eat her. Like nibble yeah, nibble. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you like, you bite on her and got nibble nibble. Nibble, dude. Yeah. Nibble bunga. <laughs> Why the music play? There you go. <laughs> Free death row inmate turned speaker. Now by backline boss. What did he do, Driz? He was a speaker. Y'all, he spoke too loud. Isaiah McCoy walked out of a Delaware prison a free man in January 2017. Five years after being convicted of murder and sentenced to death. But he wasn't, was he? He's still out there, he's still speaking and yeah, going I don't know. jail. I guess they were like, we don't want to kill you, you're pretty cool. A judge found him not guilty of retrieval. And McCoy uh, soon began to join the limelight that came with his exoneration. Yeah. He revealed his speaking engagements with four lawyers, associations, and death, uh, and a death penalty group. Yeah, people were so, like, we love this fucking guy. He killed someone and he, he's okay. He was bragging about killing and getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. People love my fucking story, McCoy said. Isn't that your roommate? <laughs> people, <laughs> people love my story, Slim. But in less than a year, he went from death row in Delaware to giving speeches about wrongful convictions to back behind bars. Yeah. yeah, you should be allowed to fucking kill a bitch. Now he's in Hawaii. Right. We've been charged with seven counts of sex trafficking. What the fuck did that happen? I thought he was just killing people. Now he's fucking them. Yeah, that's what he them. was like speaking about. He was like, instead of killing people, you should just fucking sell slaves. Just sell them on the black market, Sam. <laughs> that's how I pay my rent. And you shouldn't question how I get this money. <laughs> Prosecutors aren't impressed. They say McCoy became a pimp after moving to Hawaii, and he threatened to coerce young women into prostitution. Yeah. Prostabunga. They call his arrangements for dropping charges, including vindicative. What the fuck is those words uh, saying? A Tuesday hearing is scheduled on McCoy's uh, m motion to dismiss his case. I didn't do anything wrong, Slim. Those women asked for it. They wanted it. McCoy traces criminal history back to his tender age of seven or eight. He was a young little boy when he began doing drugs, which led to gang membership. You don't know what I did to get in a gang, Slim. But years after landing in and out of prisons and jails, he seemed to have some direction and hope. And he was released to death row. He was able to hug his daughter yeah. for the way in. Y'all didn't sell her out for prostitution. He sold her to Wavy. Wavy, why'd you buy that? Uh, no, I needed somebody that can fit into little crevices and cracks, you know, to clean that, you know, in my surf shack, bro. Yeah, you a fucking creep. <laughs> that was some good drizzle news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was a powerful speaker. He or, was. <laughs> Couldn't keep him out of jail. Couldn't keep him from selling little kids. He's a real piece of garbage. <laughs> he probably did it. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he did do, do it. Do you go back and like tell you, everyone at work the next day the stories you heard? <laughs> he does. Yes. I hope so. But he doesn't remember them really. Like it just like bits and pieces. He was like, yeah, there was this like cop that was like selling girls out for prostitution, and, and then just on like the field. <laughs> took a shit. <laughs> he was just fertilizing the plants, man. That's, that's what he was doing. Uh, a, little, a lot. Perfectly. Over. I like Star Trek. All right. I don't. I've never really got into Star Trek. Uh, I'm a big fan of Star Trek. <laughs> Francis. 
It's the Ooh. last one. There's one more. Um, Johnny. Jay. Jay. We're, oh, Jay. All right. Yeah. Why is that? It does it every week. Yeah. Only on this one. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, my loyal fans? I have some celebrity news and gossip for you today. Star Trek star Nichelle Nicholas. Who the fuck would want a name like that? Nichelle Nicholas. Nichelle. <laughs> Still shitty name. Nichelle Nicholas. Uh, Judge Grant's... Uh, Conservatorship after dementia claims. She claimed dementia. Uh, well, obviously, she's suffering from dementia. She's very old. Star Trek icon Nichelle Nicholas uh, will have a, a new team handling her finance, financial affairs in response to her son's claims she's battling dementia. So her son's saying, like, yo, she's suffering from dementia, and she's like, nah, fucking ain't. Is that what it TMZ is? TMZ has learned. <laughs> I guess. It's Lieutenant Uhura, right, Slavo? Yeah, that is Lieutenant Uhura. Would you still fuck her? Um, Come nah. on. To have that story yeah, that you fucked Uhura? She's like a grandma. She's like grandma. Yeah, but Talking to the mic like you're all the way I back I thought you were like 70-year-old. <laughs> now nah, she's like a 90-something. Oh, well, so that's even finer. <laughs> she's good looking. That's even a sweeter right? piece of fruit for you. I think she's adorable. She is an adorable little so Right, so you'd fuck her. Uh, whatever. <laughs> According to court docs, Lambo slept with her. Uh, an L.A. Uh, County judge signed off on Kyle Johnson's request to have four, whatever that is, uh, be his mom's conservators until mid-August when there will be a court. <laughs> he said that. He liked her. <laughs> so what happened? Someone's just, like stealing her money? I just, I, that's yeah, it. I don't even know. Kyle All says right, his mother, story. who famously uh, played Lieutenant Ahara, suffers from uh, severe short-term memory loss. So she wouldn't even remember you fucked her, bro. It would only be your shame. Oh, <laughs> she wouldn't. it does say that it need, needs court-ordered protection to block Slambo from taking advantage, advantage of her. I guess, yeah, I guess that's what people are doing. Fucking her and stealing her money. And she's works. saying no, she's like denying it, and her son is like, she no, I'm trying Slambo to help you, her. mom. And the and... son's like, no, this isn't my grandfather. <laughs> this isn't my dad. Get this, get, get this guy out of our living room, mom. <laughs> And Slambo's like, mow the lawn and do this. I'll tell you, back in the day, I'd have done it. <laughs> Francis like Bean yesterday? What? No. <laughs> I'm talking about when she was young. Oh. A piece of ass when she was young. She was. She was an attractive female. Francis Bean Co Cobain? Cobain, yeah. Divorce. He gets Kurt's guitar. She gets her freedom. Huh? Yeah, I guess her husband got her father's uh, guitar. Well, Kurt Cobain's daughter? Kurt Cobain from Nirvana? Slim? Frances yeah. Bean Cobain yep, has Cobain. settled her divorce. Kirk Cobain from Nirvana. <laughs> yes. Shia Sliva. Uh, and the major bone of contention, Kirk Cobain's famous acoustic guitar goes to him. That's fucking shit. Oh, that so his own daughter didn't get the what? fucking guitar. Wow. Yes. TMZ has learned the former couple finally reached a property settlement agreement six months after the divorce became final. I guess he's just being a cut for the guitar. Like, what a piece of shit. Why would you give... Oh, for instance, God. she uh, yeah. decided she wanted 
whatever the fuck it Isha Isaiah Isha out of her Isaiah Isha Isaiah Isaiah out of her life for good and didn't want to mess of a trial didn't want to mess of a trial to bog her down was more she was only one year old when her dad committed suicide so it's not like she had lots of memories about yeah but you should still keep the guitar uh, we're yeah. told she knows her decision may piss off lots of Nirvana fans, yeah. but it's her life and she wants to move on. Why though? Like, why would you let him? I guess he was really like attached to the guitar maybe. And she was like, I don't fucking was care. It? I don't give a fuck about my father, my dead father's guitar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 25 year old daughter of Kurt and Courtney is sober has a boyfriend and is looking forward as for the guitar is super iconic because Kurt played it during Nirvana's famous MTV unplugged set well I mean he wanted though is that all he was with her for was the guitar <laughs> he like took it out of parties yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to have some kind of, maybe it's just because he, maybe he was a big fan of Kurt Cobain and he was like I want this fucking guitar and she was just like yeah. I mean, it whatever. would be a really cool thing to have, but. Yeah, but. Still. Uh, Francis actually did great in the know divorce. You're a piece of shit if you just took it in a divorce. Like, he wasn't yours. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody left it to you. We've learned she will not have to pay uh, Isaiah a penny in spousal support. He wanted 25k a month. Oh, wow. He has to foot his own legal bills, and she gets the house they bought. Maybe she felt bad, and she was like, just take the guitar. I'm not giving you so. fucking 25k. Just so she wouldn't have to do that. Okay. Well, that that that, that, that that guitar is like worth that. That'll definitely like yeah. hook him up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm, yeah, that's what it is. Like, but I guess he didn't have a job. He's just like a drifter taking advantage of her. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> what? I was still trying to figure out like what's it's a mini victory. <laughs> <laughs> mini victory. J A J. <laughs> yes. J.J. sued uh, Trashed Mansion shoved owner. A.J. denies allegations. He looks like what? This guy looks like he crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> what do you, no, he doesn't. He looks fine. Just because he's black? <laughs> no. No, it's just those... The, the dreads? You don't like dreads? You have, oh, the, the, you like have a thing against dreads? <laughs> I like it. It's because he's black. Yeah. No. No, I like... He doesn't... He looks clean, Slambo. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't, look he doesn't look I like Bob Marley's <laughs> dreads. I don't like those dreads. So. <laughs> so, so you're saying you don't like dreads? I'll throw on Bob Marley. He's saying you don't like black guys. So what's <laughs> Bob Marley? So, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Okay. <laughs> so what did he do? Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Jay ever physically pushed the owner at the home? I want to know like the whole story. So NFL star Jay Jay shoved the owner of a fancy LA mansion. Who- Sweet. Who charged the Eagles running back 25k in damages for trashing the place? All right. That's according to a no- new lawsuit obtained by TMZ Sports. But you're supposed to. You just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, what do you expect when you rent? You your- gotta trash that yeah. place. Yeah, when you rent your mansion out to a bunch to a football team, that's what's gonna happen. I think right. this is a player though. The 24 year old is being sued by the owner of a swanky. A uh, 6,000 square foot pad located above the famous Sunset Strip, where the RB and a friend Running stayed. Back. Where the RB and a friend <laughs> stayed back in February for five days after Jay won the Super Bowl. Were they just like fucking each other in the ass? And like, yeah, why well, was he, like he was just staying with How a did friend? Him and one dude transferred. <laughs> 
According to the suit, Ajay and his buddy threw oh. at least three parties at the house, despite the fact they were specifically told no parties. Well, why would you even I let them... Rent. Uh, to a football player that just won a Super Bowl and expect them not to have a party. I know, what kind of dumbass. Yeah. In fact, the owner claims he charged a $5,000 fee Sweet. for each party at the home, which a Jay never paid. So wait, he said no parties. Also, the guy was like, but if then- you have the party, you're paying 5000 Like, who charged it? The, the owner or Jay? Since the owner claims he charged $5,000 fee, but he also yeah. said no parties. So, yeah, so you're right. He must have been like, no parties unless you pay me 5000 And then Jay was like, I... And then just never paid him the money. I'll pay you that. <laughs> Additionally, the owner claims that Jay broke a table. Sweet. <laughs> scratched some floors that's and violated the no smoking rule. That's still not anything. Like. Right, yeah, that's... yeah. He could easily replace a table. It was probably like a hundred dollar table. And sand the floor and re-fucking yeah. stain it or whatever the fuck it was. This guy's just being That a doesn't pussy. sound like it's that much of of, of anything. In total, Jay no. racked up twenty five thousand penalty fees. But when the owner confronted Jay on February eighteenth, he claims that Jay pushed him yeah. on his Good. chest in a menacing and threatening manner. Oh, he, he like tried, he started fucking him in the ass? He pushed him, like, chest out? He pushed him on the couch and just... Yeah, started humping him. <laughs> the owner you ain't getting his money out of me, motherfucker. The owner described the incident as battery and said he had to call local security to remove the NFL star from What's the local property. local security? They have cops? Rent the cops? <laughs> I guess so. Oh we reached out God. to Jay's camp for comments cops. so far. No word back. Yeah, it just sounds like the fucking yeah. owner's being a dick. Like, he just had a party. He should have rented a hotel, though. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. It's kind of cool renting that fucking... That fucking place. Look at that, that place. A cool place. What else are you gonna do with the party? Yeah, like, and how how often have people trashed that place? Like, if that guy's writing it out to NFL stars right after they won the Super Bowl, he's probably had a lot more incidents. He just was like, oh, I could probably get a lot of money off out of this guy. Hey, you're a fool if you don't think anything's gonna happen. <laughs> what else is it? Oh, you got uh, Meghan Markle. You could talk Markle. about Markle. That's that Always fucking Harry bitch. McGon Markle? Yeah. She's Harry bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's bitch. She's Meghan Harry. Markle, dad not going the royal wedding, uh, suffered heart attack days ago. <laughs> Meghan or dad? Her dad. <laughs> okay. The fucking dad. Meghan Markle's father will not be walking her down the, the uh, aisle Saturday. I love how they, like, they start the story out to make it be like her dad's being a dick. He won't go to the wedding. And then they're like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He almost died. Yeah, almost, God forbid. Uh, Meghan Markle's there was another one that said how the uh, the royal family is all like, uh, fucking like whatever from it. Like it's making them look bad. Yeah, they want to. Like, like he, he chose to do this. Wait, I'm so confused. Meghan Markle's father will not be walking her down the aisle Saturday. He isn't going to the wedding at all because of the fallout over selling photos of himself. I don't know. I already he says he's having a heart attack and he's having surgery. I saw another story. Thomas Markle tells TMZ he meant no harm to Meghan or the royal family when he made a deal to allow a photo agency to take pics of him getting ready for the wedding. Oh, he got a photo shoot. He says he had a reason, and it was not principally about money. (laughs) He's old and gross. (laughs) Markle tells us over the last year he's been ambushed by paparazzi who have photographed him in the most unflattering circumstances by beer. No, like buying oh, beer. That's, that's fine. Like the you, shovel? you already look disheveled. Look you're an old dude you buying beer. Good. You don't look that uh, swarthy. 
He's especially upset that they made him look like a lush. Uh, Thomas says he doesn't even drink beer. Why are you buying beer? He was buying it for the just, cards. I was buying it for the just kids fucking, next door. Just fucking own it. Just, just fucking own it. That seven-year-old right. gave me thirty bucks, and I needed it. Oh, so they, so his daughter was selling photos. He was buying it for the fucking royal wedding, and he was gonna sell it <laughs> to the to the bobbies. He was gonna sell that beer. They want some American beer. The beef eaters. He yeah. says since his daughter started dating Prince Harry, he's been offered anywhere between fifty thousand dollars and a hundred k for interviews, and he's turned all of them down. Why? And who wants to interview with the fat dad, the fat drunk dad? I want to interview the fat drunk dad, and I'm not paying for you, anything for you, you fat fuck. I wanna, I wanna fucking listen to you fucking flatlining, and I want that for free. Megan Hankel's dad, Hankel. Megan Hankel. Thomas Hankel. So he's been. So they're saying he fucked up because he sold pictures of him setting up for the wedding, and he's saying like, fuck them. They, I've been fucking berated by paparazzi. They've taken pictures of me selling beer. Somebody was like, I'm buying beer. And one of them were like, hey, we'll give you some money for some pictures of the wedding. Like, when does a heart attack like, okay. this? I don't know. Uh, offered him money. To, uh, let's see. He and Mr. Picks look stupid and hammy. He says he was just going along with the paparazzi agency, which he now deeply regrets. All right, what where's the heart? Fuck? And there's nothing in here about a heart attack. No. I don't know. You're better off. Yeah. You're better off. Why do you? Royal that's family. quick, 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 clickbait. Because there's nothing in this story about a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of sexiness. A lot of sexiness. We're gonna take a break. That's Come back Prince with Harry? some sloppy. Some Prince. Sloppy. Prince Harry just Shlurpy. looks like a mess. <laughs> like look at his hair. Like he doesn't like care himself. Rogan. <laughs> like he's got to go to a barber shop. What the fuck? He looks awful. You can't get married missing, like that. Look at that big teeth? ass ear. No, they're just really spaced <laughs> yeah, apart. Just... So I said he looks like Seth Rogen. He's got those big ass uh, chompers. House of Windsor. Like, why would you not go get a haircut before your fucking wedding? I got red hair. Prince Harry. Chompers. What are you doing? <laughs> look at me, chompers. Look at me, chompers. He's got nice eyebrows, but that's about it. Like, it looks like he just went and got his eyebrows done. The rest of him just look like a fucking mess. Up. Look at that big <laughs> he is a relative of Kaiser Wilhelm. Okay. Why does the doc have to make an appearance? Why would Greece he? is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing 800-218-4909 800-218-4909 800 again that's 800-218-4909 hey it's Ryder your favorite little phone sex doll let's get real for a moment when was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect 
cock. Over on Nightflirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. You are listening to the Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. Floppy, since you fucked my face, I think we should get married, you hairy bastard. I am the Prince of Wales, you know? You, you, you don't have a- anything else to, to fuck, 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 tired, Luke. Well, 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 well your su- su- subjects hate me because I'm, I'm half blackanese. They will not hate you because of the color of your teeth. They will hate you because you are a real fucking jack tard. I love you. Let's get married. That's enough bromance, sloppy. We're going to have to ask permission from my grandmother. Your grandma is a real cunt, cunt, cunt. Would it help if I fucked her? Don't be disrespectful, you cunt. Just eat out her arse like a respectful chap. Let's go get 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 this over with you piece of she 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 shit. Fuck you, sloppy. Now shut up and fuck my face. You rip my mind, you royal cunt. Oh baby, slurp 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 slurp. Hey Slambo. Yeah. Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager, and go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Gernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D... E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S dot com or Amazon dot com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurdishans. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Rob a Slip Show. Hey, folks. Ben Campbell over here. Ben Campbell, how you doing? You're an artist from uh, Texas, correct? I sure am. And you, uh, you cre- created the Frankie McDonald action figures. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was that was me, folks. Nice. How long did it take you uh, to to make those? Like to hey, make the first one, like the prototype. Uh, it was like a, a couple years on and off, and uh, spare time is what I would do, you know. Wow. And then uh, you just do a little bit more, and then uh, something works out, something doesn't work out. Uh, I also included like a uh making or setting up the prototyping laboratory uh in that two years so it was uh about that time so yeah what um do what do you use to do that do you have like a 3d printer or or how does that work 
Oh yeah, we got a 3D printer, we got a, a mill, and uh, a lot of it can be done by like uh, uh, just hand, I guess uh, hand sculpting, but uh, most of it was done by a 3D printer and a mill to uh, kind of refine the design and figure out what works, what doesn't work. Wow, because it's got some really great details and stuff. It looks it looks awesome. It's really oh, thank cool. thank you. Yeah. No problem. How how did you guys connect? I you know just see a a Frankie meme and then uh, eventually I thought that there was a potential for uh, an action figure to be made and so I was like all right I'm gonna contact Frankie and see what can happen and then you know it materialized. It's been it's been profitable. It has. Nice. Oh, wow. cool. I was gonna ask, could you make uh, could you make us an action figure? Robinson I can do anything in the world. <laughs> nice, nice. I am, I am the uh, the Willy Wonka of uh, internet uh, shit. So, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Do you have any other uh, uh, action figures out? Uh, I do not, but uh, I'll probably be making an Alex Jones one. And, uh, <laughs> you know, have like a. Uh, a tinfoil hat accessory have like a uh, uh, a gay frog have a uh, oh what is that a water filter that you can put on a staff like kind of a battle hammer you know? <laughs> I, I you know he hasn't said yes but I'll just wander around Austin until I find him and then he'll he'll probably say oh yeah yeah just make sure it's like a symbol in America or whatever <laughs> you know? but you you have tried reaching out to Alex Jones. No, I haven't. It's like, um, I'm not going to reach out to Alex Jones until I have something in my hand. Nice. nice. So that's, that's just how I'm going to do it. <laughs> how long have you been uh, an artist for? Uh, probably my whole life. Uh, so just been uh, drawing and sculpting uh, the whole time. Does that but, pay the uh, bills or do you still have like a nine to five? Uh, it pays the bills. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. What, um... Uh, do you, what other kind of art do you do? Do you paint? Do you just sculpt? Like, what else are you into? Um, uh, I'm making uh, adult toys right now, and those uh, severely pay the bills. So nice. <laughs> keep going in that direction. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so when you reached out to Frankie McDonald, did you say, "Hey, I make sex toys"? You um, might remember me from the uh, Rim Tickler, <laughs> 2000. No, no, no. It's uh, just like, hey, man, I'd like to do this, and it might take a. Uh, uh, a bit of time to do that might take <laughs> a bit of time to put this whole thing together but uh, i'll get it done and do a good job that's cool and that's where we're at did you offer to make a frankie mcdonald dildo that would be cool, <laughs> would be cool. i don't do that unless uh it fits with the person's brand that's what we want that's what we <laughs> so want. rob and slim but, dildos uh, what um have you ever met frankie in real life ben I have not, but I've been invited to go up to the uh, book signing that he's doing. Yeah, he told he told me the book's coming out. Uh, I'm trying to get in touch with the uh, the person that I don't know if she just wrote it herself or if she collaborated with him. Like I assume it's a it's a collaboration. It's, oh yeah, yeah, the co-writer. Yeah, like co-author. Okay, yeah, so, so I, that, I think that's the understanding out. of the whole situation. I shipped her a uh, uh, bunch of Frankie action figures to help market it. Cool. You did the bobbleheads too, correct? I did not. That was oh. uh, another individual. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you did both. <laughs> My bad. Um, <laughs> what um and what was uh like what was your uh what made you contact Frankie or him contact you? Like how did that work? 
honestly, I just saw an opportunity and I thought that it would be uh, cool to have a Frankie McDonald action figure. Like uh, his personality is such that I believe that people would be able to connect to the thing and appreciate it. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. I, we were doing yeah. the show. We were just starting the show and I think we came across him and he'd been around before that. And we had him on probably our first season, I think first or second. Mm-hmm. And we just had him on recently again. He's, he's great. And he's got the staying power. He does. He does. Um, so it's like, uh, Frankie, he's a good dude. Honestly, yeah, he is. He is. I just talked to him earlier today when he saw I had you on. Like he's really cool. He hit me up right away. What um, what have been some of your favorite uh, action figures of all time? From favorite action figures, childhood, of all time. or even when you got older. Like, what are some of your favorites? Okay, um, I don't know. This is kind of personal, but growing up, I was kind of a uh, an autistic weirdo. And my parents got me a, uh, a data action figure from Star Trek, the next generation. I kind of connected with that one. Cool. So that's one that really sticks out. Um, as far as other ones, nothing really makes a, Oh, I had a ton of the, uh, the alien action figures. Do you guys remember those? those? Cool. Yeah. I, I don't remember couple, those. I had a couple of those. Yeah. 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 I, I like that stuff and that, uh, really kind of, uh, I guess, leveraged me into learning more about uh hr giger later on yeah. and how he uh kind of thought and he was kind of a, an inspiration for me sort of thing so those are uh kind of pivotal i guess I as was, far as personal i think it was like concerned. uh justice league when i was a kid i remember i had a flash i don't know if he squeezed his legs or something oh, yeah. and he just like ran okay. or something they did, were pretty cool did anybody ever have a stretch armstrong no i never had one of those i think i had one of those i, yeah. I had I, so- I think maybe people love those Dude, too i had like his his arch nemesis vac vac man yeah and you uh-huh. can like they it came with this like pump thing and you'd like pump them up and when you stretched him out, like he would say, he would stay stretched. He would stay like, like that. Yeah, it was. And I ju- I just cool. Transformers that just like yeah, blew my cool. mind that you could change something. Yeah, car, I robot. Had the, I had all the Jurassic Park dinosaurs too back in the day. I see. Yeah, I was before that. I was Transformers. I was uh, Thundercats and the original like uh, Star Wars figures. Oh, yeah, uh, and GI Joes. Oh, nice. Not original, but like because GI Joes, I think, are from. 60s or even before that but then the ones with the 80s cartoon they were they're pretty cool pretty cool and i liked uh melting army men like just melting yeah get a <laughs> barrel of them right my friend like casey would have like a frying pan and a fire in the yard and we would just melt <laughs> melt fucking army men <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, the one figure that stood out for me that I remember having it was, was Buzz Lightyear. I had like a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear is awesome. That was a cool. I got that for my kids. Like some of the wings, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they pop up the and you helmet. got the little laser yeah, too. Yeah, the buttoning talk. Yeah, just and like in the, sh- the movie, the Woody is pretty cool too with the drawstring, with the string, the pull string. Like I remember um, as a kid too, they had a, pe- a talking Peewee. Pee Wee Herman, yeah, yeah, my, and he my, had oh, the, nice. he had the pulse string too. My cousin had the uh, the Beetlejuice one of that too. Yeah, those, those are cool. And um, I remember I think in the nineties they had Ren and Stimpy ones, and you squeezed yeah. their stomachs and they farted. They yeah, were, that's cool. They yeah, were that was cool. awesome. They were cool, but yeah, there 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 have been some awesome ones, and uh. I kind of like the Seth MacFarlane. Is that not? Oh, no, not Todd, Todd MacFarlane. Todd MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. Todd MacFarlane, yes. Some of the... Um, Bond fame. He made some... Well, some of the, the superhero ones are great, but um, he also did... Uh, 
Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Some of them are really cool. Really cool. Well, I was going to say, when you said alien figures, I figured they were probably Todd McFarlane alien no, figures. No, they had right? one, the Kenner ones. Oh, they did? Uh, yeah, I believe it, it was, like, prior to uh, Todd McFarlane. Okay. The Todd McFarlane ones are supe- they're, superior, they were superior yeah. definitely, though. Yeah. Nice. The, uh, the craftsmanship that they put into that is... Uh, pretty incredible actually yeah they look like straight up out of the movie some of the ones they've redone too they've redone some uh there was another one from when i was a kid he-man but they redid it in the early 2000s and the uh just the uh details and all were just so much so much better when they did them again they were really cool what um i was gonna ask you ben how's the weather in texas what would frankie say Ah, it just rained over here, so Frankie would uh, enjoy that. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it's been a, uh, it's starting to get quite hot. So uh, yeah. nobody likes it over here, I guess. We had that yesterday. We had like a ninety-something degree day, oh, yeah. and then it just poured. And now it's like, it, now it's gonna rain oh, for like five days. It was just like the thick humidity, like because like up here in Jersey, we just get like it, it'll be like a, a good warm day, but then you get this thick humidity just haze. sticks to you yeah. oh jersey jersey i uh i feel sorry for the storm that had to roll in there <laughs> it leaves with like syringes in it like it's it's never the same it's once it comes to jersey in it. <laughs> have you ever been to jersey ben no i haven't unfortunately yeah there's not i much. haven't done a whole lot of traveling not much to come here for though really this <laughs> the southern like the shoreline area is the only really good thing to see in the i guess i guess the pine barren area yeah, i guess the beach like if yeah. you're gonna but uh yeah. i don't know the pines maybe that's it that's about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nothing it's else. a cool place to live but yeah i wouldn't say i wouldn't sell it to anyone like yeah, yeah. come visit like there's yeah. not not that much i was gonna ask too uh ben is the frank mcdonald action figure waterproof it is waterproof Ooh, that's cool is that something he asked for or like you just threw in there no, I. It's just a uh, a happenstance of the engineering. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I've got a uh, another surprise for that. You guys, uh, I'm making a uh, Frank Finity gauntlet, so uh, Frankie can like. <laughs> uh, there's going to be accessories to this thing, so uh, Frankie will be out there like erasing people and you know fighting the the avengers and all that good stuff so uh, it'll be it'll be available quite soon he should do that he should make one of his videos where the avengers are chasing him because he does like the die he just did dinosaurs he did um (laughs) what's the one we saw uh gorillas and stuff yeah he's got to be wearing your uh, gauntlet that you make him running around (laughs) running from the avengers that'd be awesome i love that yeah he is he's so much fun um what um where where are they available, Ben? They're on um, is it Amazon? It's on Amazon. It's uh, on Amazon Canada. Uh, or if you just want to uh, have me ship them out to you, you can go to FrankieActionFigure.com and it's got links for all three of them. Cool, cool, nice, dude. All that good jazz. <laughs> what up? Did you see the Avengers? I have not seen the Avengers. I uh, I pieced together the. The storyline from memes, unfortunately. <laughs> memes can ruin it. My buddy Andrew said, yeah, don't look at memes. If you want to see the movie, don't look at the memes, he said. <laughs> so, but I, I, I like the memes, so I, I feel like I've seen it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Saves your money. You don't have to go see the movie now. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, what um, ah. what do you got to say, Slambo? Oh, <laughs> oh, what um, let's try. Oh, I forget what. I forgot. All right, I got to say I had a brain so, fart, man. I had something. That I completely. <laughs> I thought you did. You looked like you. Did. I did. I I just I can't remember it. <laughs> with with like, I'm kind of curious to like what goes into sculpting like adult toys like how does that work do you get special orders do people say hey i want this thing or do you like invent new products like can you go into a little bit of details with that okay uh that's that's fun uh <laughs> so i started out and i made a uh, a two-hole toy and that has proven to be uh quite successful so um i just sculpted that one out of clay and then i added uh, the inserts kind of sculpted them as well, made them nice and smooth and spiffed everything up, uh, put the mold together, assembled it. It's like a, it's like you're looking at a, a weird puzzle and it all fits together a certain way. And then you will pour in a, uh, a calculated batch of silicone and colorant, uh, as well as thinner to give it, uh, some stretchability then that thing will cure and you will uh, send it out to other people. Um, after that, uh, one innovation that I did was uh, you can choose what insert you want for the separate holes. Wow. And so if you want it to be like tight, you can get tight. If you want it to be uh, loosey goosey, you're uh, <laughs> well endowed. You know, uh, I had uh, one individual who they, uh, they were too large and they couldn't get uh, satisfied with any common toy, so wow. I made them a custom insert, and they were happy as pie after that. That's cool. That's awesome. I was gonna ask if you ever seen um, the comedian Jim Jeffries. He <laughs> he had his, he has a bit where uh, oh, yeah. he bought Dang. the Jenna Jameson. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know he wasn't Damn. satisfied. I love that. I saw him live, Ben, and uh, uh -huh. at the end of the, at the end of the yeah. show, he asked if anybody had any. Um, you know, uh, request. And I said, yeah, can you tell the egg story? And he looked down like shamefully and he says, I don't tell that anymore, sir. He looked really, really <laughs> we saw, He told the egg story when we yeah. saw him. Yeah, that was so great. And I was going to ask too, uh, Ben, did you create the flashlight? Because that is a big seller, I, I've heard. No, I didn't create the flashlight, but uh, that was uh, made by like some Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> entrepreneur. Oh, wow. Uh, who had a... Uh, a tremendous sex drive and was <laughs> obviously very entrepreneurial inclined so he just killed it honestly i think you gotta have that sex drive to be navy seal like that's, yeah. that's, that's gotta be what fuels you you just gotta have me crazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy pent up <laughs> i think a lot of those guys right. are like gotta be descended from like vikings right. or something <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna I'm going to go tell you all about some of the, the stuff that I got going on. Absolutely. All right, so we got a Spank Hills Dickland Propane Tank Masturbator. That is a, a concept. <laughs> so, uh, hi, I'm Spank Hill with Dickland Propane. I sell propane and propane accessories. I'll tell you what. What we have here is my favorite propane tank. It will grill your meat to perfection. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, other propane tanks... We'll get propane in your narrow urethra, but not Dickland's propane, propane tank master. 
Oh my god, that was spot on. That's a gag one, but uh, I think people will buy it anyway. I want that as a commercial. Not... Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you feel that Hank? Do you feel that Hank represents Texas properly? I think that Hank represents Texas perfectly. <laughs> can, can you do a Hank Hill uh, uh, segue for us? Like you're listening to the Robin Slim show as like Hank Hill, and then and then come and okay, then come okay. at the end. <laughs> okay. okay, what's the what's the line? Uh, this is Hank Hill, and you're listening to Robin Slim show, and I'm just. Something got pro- I just got propane Improv in my a little bit. How are you? Something not right All with right, those we'll, boys. We'll do okay. <laughs> uh, this is... Damn it. Okay. Uh, this is Hank Hill with Strickland Propane. You're watching the Robin Slim Show. Uh, for all your propane needs, be sure... <laughs> Oh, God damn it, I can't think of anything. Right <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Man. Okay. Cut it down. Cut it down. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll cut that down. <laughs> That's awesome, Ben. Ben, thank you so much for talking to us, man. Oh, yeah, it was a pleasure. It's been a blast. Where can everybody find you? Uh, FrankieActionFigure.com. Awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Definitely. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. Are, All right, you, take are, care. are you on Twitter, Ben? I'm not on Twitter yet. Okay. So um, when the when the um, uh, interview goes up in the show and all, I'll email you links. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right, man. Yep. H- have take a good care. one. You take too. care, Ben. Cool. All right. We will be back. Um, Jerry. From, oh, okay, cool. Uh, from, from the, the bottom. bottom. Jerry awesome. Williams. Hey, Slambo. Yeah! You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm-hmm, yeah! Then get ready to embrace the weird at EmbraceTheWeird.Design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to EmbraceTheWorld.Design. Ah, oh, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this, I know. It's EmbraceTheWeird.Design and check it out, bro. Yeah! This is Chris Tucker, motherfucker. And yo, listening to the Robin Slim Show. They ain't got no black friends whatsoever, man. Ain't got no black friends. And they always hide in the wallets when I come over, bitches. Chilling and surviving. What's up with y'all, fellas? <laughs> doing the same, doing the same. Jerry from from the bottom. What? Uh, where are you, dude? Uh, yeah. You're in uh, Seattle? Yes, I am. I am in Seattle. Uh... In a little spot called Kent, a little city called Kent, Washington. Okay. Uh, so that's why we say Seattle, because it's like cool. <laughs> it's like right there. <laughs> oh, man. What's the y'all, weather like pre- there? We appreciate y'all. Uh, once again, I mean to cut y'all, oh, but we appreciate no. y'all, man, for showing all the love and having us on once again, man. You too, man. You've been you've been at it for a while now, right? It's at least been a couple we, years, right? Wait, how many years? I would, I would think at least you two think? years, no? Just man, one year. Oh wow, wow! I didn't, I didn't realize. I thought it was longer, man. It's good, but it's good to see you guys are still at it because there's so many shows that just, they just stop. They just stop. Man, they, and that's true, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I gotta give a huge, uh, big ups to Cal for that, man. Cause he be like, hey man, you want to record this day? Hey man, you want to record Sunday? So we make it a. He he'd be like, hey, you want to do that? Let's stack up some episodes. So you know, man, he. 
He's you know, alive. He's 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 the he's the motivated guy that keeps me like you know what son yeah you right let's do it let's I do like it, that. <laughs> I like you guys too. This is from the beginning, just the the chemistry you guys got and all that. How did you guys meet again? Yeah. Oh man, uh, oh six oh six man, I move up here to Seattle from New Orleans. And, I was gonna uh, say I thought you it were was from, from basketball. Was it? It was from uh, we met from. Uh, his nephew and uh we played basketball and uh man ever since then we played basketball played basketball and we still hung out uh he was the best man at my wedding and and we we kept it close man and he came up with the idea because he heard some people you know doing it and i'm like why not you know what we got to lose it's it's free you know you just gotta put time in so yeah yeah man so, so I'm curious then who's who's better who's the better basketball player? <laughs> ah! oh, oh. You know what? I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I, I I'll tell you this, and I will say this, man. When I first met him, uh, man, the dude he was awesome. He was doing stuff. I I never knew that. You know, I'm like, well, damn. He he wasn't the one jumping out of the building. He was just his IQ, and it's always been like that. And uh, huh. that's something I can say, man. He got me IQ wise, man. Oh. He can he can he can pass that ball. Yeah, he's like, look, I ain't got the skull. <laughs> me, over the years, man, playing with him for so long, and just Seattle being like a basketball state, man. I just kind of got in the rhythm and I just got ask. used to playing with guys better and. So that's what made me better, but nah, man, IQ-wise, man, I got to give it to him. You know, yeah. he's the guy. <laughs> I heard your last show, you guys yeah. started, you guys talked about some great stuff. Just from the beginning, uh, the Childish Gambino video, I love that, dude. I saw that like a week ago. So good. Dude. Right? That was like the funniest. This is stance involved, you know. Yeah. Just the, the message I mean, to the video, too. It's like, wow, wow. That is, it's ballsy, man. Ballsy. It, it is. And uh, the the thing about it was shook everybody was that he's dating uh, a white a white chick. So okay. that has everybody like, then, well, how can you make this video? You got to think about it. At some point, we still feel harmed and we still feel some kind of weight, even though we may date outside our race. That doesn't make us exactly. less black because we date somebody outside our race. Yeah. But, yeah, the video was nice, man. It was, it was nice. It was real nice, dude. That was it was a great video, and uh, I loved you guys talking about Kanye. I, I wanted to ask you if you feel that he represents the black community because he is he's out there, Kanye West. <laughs> he's he Kanye is different, man. He, like with the whole Trump situation, I don't I don't know any honestly any black people that roots for this guy, and when there is, they go on TV and they look like fools. That's the thing. Yeah. They look like fools representing this guy or trying to say, well, yeah. he's a good president. No, he's not. No, look he's... He, you know... He's not. I don't know, man. It's funny. I just love you guys it's saying he got like, lipo and shit, Kanye. Like, what, what guy would get lipo, <laughs> man? I didn't even know that. <laughs> hey, that, that's bougie status. Oh, no, I can't get no lipo, man. And yeah, he's I still chubby. go to the gym do some squats. He's still <laughs> chubby, right? Yeah. It's still, hey, that's the thing. They'll be like, you can't run for me, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, funny. That's a funny. He's a different guy. He's a different black. I'll see that. Yeah, he is. He's out there, man. 
Just uh, everything he's ever done. It's been for a while though, because like you guys mentioned, like him just snapping. But it's been for a, it's been like his whole career that I could see. Like yeah, he's been doing crazy <laughs> you, shit, man. You know, I think it was different. Like when he first came out with the whole Katrina thing, and he got on TV with Michael, uh, with uh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yes. Yeah, he was like, Bush doesn't like black people. You know, I'm. I was like, you know, well, maybe he might have a point in, you know, till then, and he became Kanye. So everybody kind of looked at him, and he did kind of veer off. I don't yeah. know if it was after his mom's or once he got with the Kardashians. I love that you said, too, like, if he was just a regular dude in the hood, you would just ignore him. You'd be like, yeah, he's he's crazy. You don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but it's Kanye, so but it's Kanye. Kanye, they're like, man. But musically, man, he is. He's got some amazing songs. Like, yeah. Dude. No. He, have you heard the song with him and T.I.? I don't know. I don't think so. It's a... It was it was them two actually going... They were talking... They were going back and forth talking about the whole uh, Trump situation. How, how can you like somebody if they talk like this or, you know, and that's how the song was. And it was a dope song. I'm like... It made it made me look at Ti differently. I'm like, yo, I brought a whole new different re- type of respect for him. I like Ti. Like, I've always I've always yeah. liked Ti. <laughs> yeah, he always had them bangers. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he did, man. He really did. I remember uh, years ago I was sitting with my buddy Joe, my buddy Joe Whitehead, and uh, I mm-hmm. I hadn't heard much Ti, and he played some Ti. I'm like, all right, Ti is Ti is cool. Ti is cool. What um, yeah. I wanted to ask you as as a black guy. Who do you feel represents black culture the most as a uh, celebrity or rapper or whatever? Um, I like J. Cole. That's one. Okay. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick is cool. Um, uh, mm, I would say, Lu- uh, I can say Lupe, but I really don't hear too much about him. Uh, did I say Jay Z? No. I would say Jay Z because it's uh, the one, the OJ story song. When he came out with that, it, it made so much sense. Yeah. I'm like, it made so much sense, man. I'm like, hey, because they got cats dying over a street corner that they do not own at yeah. all. Yes. But they will kill somebody with it. Yeah. <laughs> Who do y'all think? Who do you think? I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I've gotten disconnected, I think. Like, hmm. getting older. I don't know. Uh, the Black Panther. <laughs> Slim likes the Black uh. Panther. <laughs> I, I agree with Jay-Z. I agree with Jay-Z, definitely. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that's okay. I, 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 I like Kendrick, too. I still say see a lot of people wearing, like, the Tupac Two box shirts, yeah, but that's because yeah. Kardashians. They trying to put their name on there. They, <laughs> they tried resell. Did you see oh, that, Jerry? Man, yeah, the Kardashians kind of a... tried like putting. Uh, was it themselves over Tupac what? and selling T-shirts, and they they got sued over it. They got sued. It was really are you stupid. Serious? Yeah, that was that wasn't that long ago. Kardashians are just they're dumb. They're the wow. devil. <laughs> they're dumb. <laughs> that, that's that that yeah that don't make any sense. Uh, Tupac he he was a smart dude for his age. I didn't realize he died that young. And for him to talk how he was talking, honestly yeah. man, he had the government shook. He was the next level he guy. He has them. 
Yeah. I like um. Because man, he. Just as as far as like a really smart black guy goes, uh, was it, who do we talk about earlier? Was it Fifty? Fifty. Fifty Cent yeah. is a real smart guy, and he's just like real business savvy. He's he's really cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. really cool. You know what? He knew what he was doing. All the beef that he stirred up, he knew. Yes. He can sell records, and he knew he can make money off of beef. And he's a he's a funny dude. Yeah. Like literally, he's funny. I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're funny, you're a rapper, and he does make good investments. Vitamin water, man, shit. You can't get yep, a better investment man. than that. That shit blew the fuck up, and then he sold it. He sold it. Uh, Dre's, hey. Dre's another one, man. Just real smart businessman. And real good oh, at Dre, finding, oh. real good at finding, like, the next artist type of thing. Like, found Eminem, found mm -hmm. 50, like, yeah. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 50. Who else? Because they have Kendrick, huh? It was 50, yes. then Kendrick, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a smart move, man. Kendrick was spitting like that since he was like sixteen. I'm like, goodness gracious, what have you been through? <laughs> I want to rap like that shit. When I first started hearing Kendrick, I'm like, yeah, he's like the best of the worst. But I've I've gotten so much more fond of him as as yeah. as the years have gone on. Like, yeah, now he's he's amazing. He is as amazing as they say. Yeah, he's in a lot of a lot of a lot of these dudes are intelligent. Like J. Cole, man, he he's on a he's on one of those Bob Marley hip hop. Yeah, because you can I, I can I can bump J. Cole, Drake. I I can do Drake. He's like the club. Drake. <laughs> I, mean, I like man, a like few Drake songs, team. but yeah, I'm not I'm not down with Drake for the most part. <laughs> Oh, you're not. Oh, you're not into Drake like that. No, there's a couple songs I really love, but then he does some fucking weird ones. <laughs> then he would do some. I'm like, man, I love that. That you tripping? You just making money because your name Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I think it is. At some point, <laughs> that yeah, that's how it is. Cause come on, we got future. What is he? I don't know what he be talking about, man. <laughs> so, Jerry, did you yeah, just drop man. a new show? Uh, did you do one with your wife? Yeah, we did one. Hey, the funny thing is, man, I'll probably mention it on the show. We were supposed to have uh, a friend of ours, my wife's best friend, Jamisha. She's been on it before. Uh, they were supposed to do one together, just them two. Oh. But it didn't work out. So, oh. so, yeah, man, me and my wife, we actually ended up finishing last night. We okay. finished at, like, one and I edited everything, and we whew, we hit the bed to like three something. I'm like, man, <laughs> it was a long, it was a fun session. Yeah, was it a good show? It was a good show, man. Uh, I, I believe that I give you guys a shout out. Yep, because I was saying I was getting ready for the interview today. Yeah, nice. I believe so. I did shout you guys out. Cool, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, I was gonna ask too. Have you ever gotten no in, a, in a fight over the show? Like, uh, has that ever caused? A problem at home. A fight. Mm, we got into some beef. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It, it was, um, we took uh, someone's uh, headline. I don't know if you want to call it headline. What would, what would you call it? Uh, a description of their show. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So we, we were new. So we didn't know how to go about doing it. So, you know, we took the best thing that we, you know, we seen. And that was, to me, like, the most props that I would have got out of it, you know, if say, someone was to take it. Yeah. It's, it's kind so of an homage. 
Yeah, and we seeing that he has all these followers, all these people. So, you know, we thinking that this little simple thing ain't going to be a big deal, but it end up, it was. Oh, and it's wow. not like he came and addressed us like, you know, like a man. Like, he went off the record. I'm like, wait a minute. And I was at work. I mean, I got cussed out. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Now, mind you, Cal, he was the one doing it, so I didn't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so we inherited beef. Now, so, the funny uh, part about it yeah. was, probably a couple weeks ago, a month or two ago, he actually sent us a friend request and wanted us to be on the show. So I'm like, how do you feel, how do you feel about it at this point? Like, is it cool? Do you just want us on the show? So what is it? Do you want to give me shit over it? Yeah. Right. What is that? Like, like, yeah. I need some drama in my show. That's... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. I'm like, hey, hey, it's 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 completely fine, bro. I mean, he just went off the deep end. I'm like, dude, you need a life vest? You went off on the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah, pissed man. a couple other shows off and all that, but <laughs> a couple. <laughs> Wasn't that number? Not, not have you? So so y'all been through this already? Yeah. Oh, a lot. We just yeah, it's fun. We just ride it out. We, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of love it. I oh, kind of yeah. love the fact that it's like. Amazing. I got you that worked up where you did 40 minutes and I talked about you for 10 seconds, like, kind of thing. Like, I love it. (laughs) So was it that bad or was it just mentioning, uh, you guys just mentioning these people? It's it's as bad as they make it out to sound. Like, they paint it in their own way. Like, I just said it as, uh, you know, a passing comment. Where they they mm-hmm. acted like it was hate speech type of thing like that's that's been uh, that's been a few times and yeah like yeah call the guy a fag fag like really like that's just meaning you're stupid I didn't compare it to yeah. homosexuality like I know I know you're not supposed to you know lump that with being a bad thing well, you, but it just means yeah yeah I you, called you a dummy basically fag originally means basically. bundle of sticks you're it means dumb. a cigarette you're as dumb as a bundle of sticks <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like Slambo I like, I like Slambo uh, knows <laughs> he knows this so stuff they got highly sensitive over that huh yeah yeah you can't do oh, nothing gosh. anymore man you can't say nothing anymore <laughs> you can't yeah that's like to the public like if you do something that's it though like yeah, like Kevin Hart, for instance. He cheated on his wife, and he yes. had to go make a public service announcement. For oh, what? man. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like, too, once you do that, once you make that public service announcement, once you apologize, people are going to be scrutinize, scrutinize, scrutinizing you for everything. Yeah. They're going to want an apology over anything. That happened with Tracy Morgan back in the day where, like, he said something in stand-up, and then he apologized, and then after it, all you heard was, like, People wanting apologies for other things. He like, says something about stabbing a kid. Was that what it was? I didn't hear that when I heard um he he mentioned re- <laughs> he said, <laughs> was like something he like said that. retards was as strong as chimpanzees. Oh, that okay. is a funny oh. line. Yeah. But it got wow. it got a lot of heat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, people just don't they can't joke anymore, man. Because Richard Pride, I heard him in stand up and man. I'm like, yo, why is this this generation is so sensitive? Yeah. You can't you can't call somebody gay. No. You call somebody gay, oh, you're very opinionated. How can you do that? Or if Homophobic. you call a woman that's a man still a man, I'm saying be like, it's clear he's a dude. 
He just has on the skirt. What you want me to call him? His name is Rob. What do you want me to call him? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this world's so sensitive. <laughs> it's all bad. I thought, too. Did you? Did I, I don't know who you guys had, like, um, as far as it goes, but didn't you guys have one of your mothers on as a guest? Oh, yeah. Cal had his mom's on. It was Cal? Mama Jackson. I don't know if my mom would yeah. want to do a show with us. Like, my mom would probably... My mom has. Sim's mom. Sim's <laughs> mom is coming. We had my mom choose the, the Prince and, song. Uh, yeah, and Slim's Slim mom. mom's call. I think my mom would be a cool interview. I just, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I... So it's like what to talk about, right? Yeah, you would. I would have to like. I would have to clean it up a little bit. I would have to PG yeah. it up a bit. I don't know. Hey, but you never know now. You know, moms. Remember, they was young at one point. So yeah. I'm pretty sure you know, mom said something. Be like, wait, mama, uh, wait a minute. Oh, uh, we need to rehearse this. You can't be talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> you told me keep my manners. <laughs> My mom would probably be a cool interview. What um, what kind of stuff did you talk about? Like, did you ask her like what her uh, craziest memory of Cal was? Uh, it was actually him and her who did it. I didn't oh. do it with them. Oh, so you it you said out? Yeah, they did it. Uh, it was types of you know uh back in the day questions like what did I do to get on your nerves or how did you handle me? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What type of music? Yeah, you know uh, That's some did you wear a bell bottom? He asked one question that was funny, though, about the Jericho. He said, so Jericho's was in back then. So did you keep yours juicy? <laughs> it was crazy, man. I'm like, yo, he be somebody having questions. <laughs> and it be on the spot, too. He be having them questions on the spot. I'd be like, dude, that's funny. <laughs> so who does the editing of your show like you said you did a show with your wife Cal wasn't there he did a show with his mom you weren't no. there like do you guys both do that kind of stuff the, the we recording do, uh, it's all off of Audacity which is a free program and um, cool. we both have interfaces it started off uh, we only had one interface in which uh, was by his house so I'll always go over there by his house and he had just edit and edited and uh it became a point where we were editing, going into, uh, like, being very detailed about editing. I mean, from, like, a little cough to this. And it oh. would take days. And uh, we came up with the idea of, uh, yo, let's just try to put it out there, you know. So we ain't got to put in that much work. You know, yeah. do a little, if it's too loud, turn that down. If it's too low, turn it up, you know, type of deal. So we was doing that by his house, and then... He was like, hey, you know, I can bring all the equipment by your house. And that's what we started doing. And then once Christmas came, what happened was my wife, she ended up uh, buying me a mic. And uh, he ended up getting a new interface. So he kept his uh, interface at home. So when we went by his house, we recorded. And then when we went by my house, he didn't have to bring anything. So oh, that's you know, cool. So that's you had what we do. Both spots. I like that. Yeah. So if it's late, if it's not put out on a, uh, at 7.30 on Wednesdays, it's because I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are you uh, editing out? Just so the breaks, yeah. right? Like, pretty much. Like, a little well, the, the... the breaks, and then I do the bits I edit. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most oh. part, just the breaks. And then a lot of my editing is spent, like, adding in the ads and stuff like that. And, yeah, we kind of you know, don't but... just... We don't edit interviews. Well, because when, when, when I had first 
when we first started and then I first started editing, I would take like two weeks editing an hour because I was doing the same thing you just said where I was yeah. like cutting out like boring, like stuff that I thought was boring. And then I'd started like criticizing little word. Well, I don't like when I said that. So I cut that out and I'm like, we do a live show. <laughs> if it's not good enough to air live, then <laughs> like, so it's like whatever yeah, now. Please. So I just I cut out the breaks and that's it. And you get the live experience almost. <laughs> exact. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, and that's the fun part because I tell him I said look bro I just press the record button just because and like I did the one show that was all bloopers uh, I was just taking all bloopers and putting them in there because I feel it, you you get the best you get the best when you're not when you when you do when you don't realize that you're live yeah yeah when, when you know when you ain't paying attention you just say something that's extra funny and all of a sudden you're like you know we live man why you ain't tell me we love and it's you know i just think it's fun for me so that's like back in the day bro that's me oh what was it like i i we used to talk on breaks and stuff and i'm like yeah no i'm not doing it anymore because we we say a lot of cool shit on breaks yeah yeah yeah, that could be part of the show like (laughs) yup you you don't realize like it's that good so it's so only one person edits uh everything yeah, I some does, but yeah. like I said, it's just, it's just mainly breaks. And yeah, it's nothing. Cleaning up you know, a little bit yeah. of the of the bits, like we with our our serial our serial drama <laughs> stuff. It's it's not a big thing, but it's still sometimes hard to get myself to sit down and do it. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, at that. No, you sound like me. I'm like, wait, we gotta put we put the show out Wednesday morning, and I'm like, yo. It's Tuesday, and I ain't even start on five minutes yet. Damn. <laughs> I'm sitting there late at night, falling asleep. I'm like, look, I'm going to take a break and wake up in the morning. <laughs> I'll do this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, exactly. I'm like, often. oh, man. Well, see, what Cal does, he, he's a late bird, so he'll just stay up. And uh, once we done and I uh, head home, so he'll look, 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 look. And I, I do that, too. He'll be like, all right, the show ready. I'm up you late. Yeah, I'm, I'm just up late regularly. Like, but I have, I have like everything like to a uh, to a science, I guess. With like during the week, like gotta find stories on this day by this time. I gotta do guest prep this day this time. Like, I got it down. I got it down. Yeah. So. Oh man, hey, you have to. I ain't gonna. You have to. I feel that some's got it down too. Slambo, he just comes in and he, he, he looks pretty. Up. He just, <laughs> he just <laughs> looks. Good, I say, And I say stupid shit. He says whatever he wants. And it's, <laughs> it's perfect. He said whatever. Hey, you gotta have somebody like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you got to. I agree. Oh, <laughs> that, is, that is crazy, man. So how long uh, you guys' episodes, the normal, the average episode length would be like what? Hour and a half or more or longer? Oh, four hours. Four and a half live? And it's four. It, it cuts, well, usually it cuts down because lately I've been cutting out like full, sometimes we'll cut out full segments. Cut out so a half hour. It comes to like maybe three and a half hours altogether. Yeah. It's a long. A show? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And how many topics would y'all have? Well... We do, uh, at the beginning we do just like a regular, you know, catching up on the week. We do, um, Ryder, Ryder Doll from, uh, Night Flirt. She does, um, Ryder Reacts to Urban Dictionary. We do that every week. And then we do, uh, news. We do a half yeah. hour news. 
We have a formula uh-huh. down. Yeah, we have bits that Rob writes yeah. every week. I got so. a couple skits we do. And, yeah, and then uh-huh. and then five or six half hour interviews. Yep. every show. Oh, you have you have skit. Oh, five or six interviews every show. Yeah, yeah. so that that makes up That's the rest. Cool. Of it. Yeah. Okay, we need to get on that level. That interview level. We, <laughs> it's a lot. We've had a couple. Yeah, we had a couple good uh, interviews, man. Phone interviews recently. Yeah, who, who have you guys uh, gotten? Good. Uh, we had our guy. Uh, let me see, Chris, from, uh, mouthpiece from uh, dang man, uh, it's a record label up here. Let me let, let me double check because I do not want to get this hard grown records. I'm sorry, hard grown records. Shout out, Chris. Uh, cool. I, we had Alexis Peterson, who played for Seattle Storms, WNBA team. Nice. Uh, we had Brian King. Do y'all know who that is? No. Have you guys ever watched the show The Shy? No. No. The Shy no. is called? The Shy. The Shy. Yeah, it's the new, uh, it's about Chicago, upcoming oh, show. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah, uh, we had an actor from there. He was on there. And uh, I had my uh, cousin, Poppy Holden, from uh, Young Money, a group called Vice Versa. Uh, we did a show with him. Nice. And, uh, yeah, man. Cool, man. We're trying to get more people. Cool. Yeah. Dude, we have to wrap this up, Jerry, but thank you so much for talking to us, man. Man, sure. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. This is cool. I was, I just got done with a, uh, coaching a basketball game, and I'm like, man, what time is it? I need to get on this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Where can everybody find you guys? Uh, y'all can find us on uh, on Facebook from the bottom page, uh, and also on Facebook, Callen J, uh, Instagram. We on iTunes, we on Spreaker, we on, I don't know if we made it to Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, YouTube. Uh, So we got that kids on YouTube as well. Kids, if you have kids, uh, tune in. Uh, You can also find, uh, you can find me if you listen to music on JR.504 on SoundCloud. We, we're we on SoundCloud, but um, every so often. We got off of there just because uh, of how unstable SoundCloud was. Yeah. Yeah. You do one, yeah, you do like one show and that's all your minutes. And I'm like, that's, I don't need to pay a subscription. How do you e- do YouTube? It's even just- paying though, <laughs> we were paying for a while in there and every few months they were going oh. bankrupt. SoundCloud yeah. is really, really like, was oh. really rough for a while. We we do Podbean now and I'm paying for the same amount and there's so much more options. I was gonna say, I, either the same amount or less and they do, they do more. I yeah, think. yeah, I think it is I pay less, yeah. I, I thought it was. Yeah, you're right. A couple bucks less, yeah. So it was like, yeah. A couple bucks live. You know how that go. (laughs) I know, man. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, Jerry. Have a good one, brother. All right, fellas, man. Y'all be easy. Shout out once again, man. Thank you, Robin Slim. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. From the bottom. All right. From the bottom, and we out. Bye.
<laughs> Later, dude. This is Hollywood actors. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> He's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when he was like, were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned you have, Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. <laughs> Rob and Slim Show, we're back with Hollywood actress Deborah Lamb. Hi. Deborah. I'm back. How you doing? I'm good, Robin Slim. How are you guys? We're, we're, we're all great. right. We're all right. How's it out in uh, Hollywood right now? How's the weather? Well, today was beautiful. Um, it's, it's sunny skies, uh, blue skies, and uh, <laughs> I tell you, um, a few days ago, it was cold. It was actually really cold for a few days. Overcast and it rained. That's what we got now. Yeah, that's what we got right now. It's it's rough. We had a we had a couple we had like a week of really nice weather. Like it was perfect and then it got really hot and now it's like on a week of rain. Week of rain. Yeah, yeah. We had the same thing. And I just got back from up north. I was up excuse me, I was up north visiting um uh, some family up in Humboldt County in Northern California, and uh, it rained up there too. So I, I guess it's kind of raining all over the place. Yeah, that's what I think. April, April showers. Bring me <laughs> <That's> flowers. Right. <laughs> What's that, Deborah? Uh, I was saying that's right. Yeah. April showers. I was gonna say, uh, being an actress, has there ever been a time you've wanted to take a break or step away from from it? <clears throat> Yes, yes, definitely. And and I have. I have done that um, in the past. Uh, years ago, there was a period of time where I was kind of out of the business for a few years. Um, it wasn't that I really wanted to completely leave the business, but uh, <laughs> uh, about, a, about, oh, let me think how long ago. Oh, it's a, been a while now, about... Oh, um, 17, 18 years ago, I was married to, um, well, I call him my ex, my psycho ex-husband, but <laughs> well, <laughs> is he one of your psycho ex-husbands or the only say, one? How many? How many? <laughs> is he, he's the only psycho ex-husband so you do good you do good in picking the husbands (laughs) (laughs) at least at least i didn't make that mistake again at least at least not to that degree (laughs) did he get to the point where like was he jealous or was was he causing a problem for your career he he made it pretty much impossible to have a career wow uh, because yeah he was jealous um and we ended up moving all over the place, and it was pretty chaotic the whole time I was with him. That's exhausting. Which was, yeah, yeah. Um, but and then at one point while I was married to him, I actually did 
get back into film work around the 2000s and I was getting work but oh he was like sabotaging everything for me um so but I did do some things uh during that time and then again we were moving around and uh, I eventually finally left him for good. You did so. him, yeah. I had an ex-girlfriend yeah. like that. Like, we'd be doing the show, and she'd be like, well, I took Wednesday off. And it's like, well, I got six interviews booked. So, yeah, no, you we'll, we'll hang out after the show. Like, it was weird. It got weird at one point. Like, Well, I was curious, Deborah, what, what your, your husband was sabotaging you. Like, what were some examples of sabotage? Oh, well, he would... If I had an audition, he would start a fight. Like, he would just start a fight over wow. something really ridiculous yeah. right and start before. yelling at me. Wow. I'm sure he was hoping that it would screw me up. But the funny thing is, is I would go to my audition and then I would be cast for the role. <laughs> you would get all that extra energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought a little quicker on your feet. So he helped you. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, for some other projects, I was doing some things at Paramount, and he and I would call him during a break, and he would just start yelling at me, and um, uh, and then I and then once I was done shooting on something, you know, to let him know I was on my way back home, he'd just start yelling at me, you know, just that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I but. my ex-wife was like that. I have only had one, but yeah, no, she'd start calling me at work, just yelling at me. Like it would come to the point where, like, yeah, if if I wasn't like just leaving to go see her, like it was it was a problem. It was uh, a problem. So, problem. Insecurity. Yeah. Huh. That's that's well, it. Insecurities. It is, yeah, that that really really comes down to what it is. Eats people. He much. he had men- he had he really did have some mental issues, mm, <laughs> but yeah. he's a He's a distant memory. In fact, I I kind of feel like was I really married to that person? Was that me? Yeah. You know, it's it all it's like surreal. It's like I don't even think about it like hardly ever. Mm. And when I do, it's like it's like that was somebody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was that long ago. Exactly. It was that long ago and it was that kind of an experience is like that wasn't me. That was somebody else married to that guy. <laughs> well, you couldn't even imagine yourself being that you, person. You would never you do that again. Yeah, you would never. You would never go there again. Oh, holy, holy no. Holy <laughs> hell no. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it was an experience, <laughs> if you want to look at it like that. Yeah. What's uh, I wanted to ask too. Um, you mentioned um, auditions. What's what's the craziest thing you've seen go down in a in an audition? Um, <laughs> I just thought of something. I really don't know if I should tell this story. No, I'll, you should. Oh, um, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> well, now that I said it, right? Slim said um, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> A, a very, very long time ago, uh, decades ago, I went on this one audition, and it was for um, it was for a typical horror film. It was, uh, I don't know if it was so much horror as I'm not sure what it was. It it had uh, the audition uh, was me playing a character who was being held captive by this 
sexual deviant this is a porn. Um, maniac, like this. maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and and i was um you know i don't know i guess i guess the character was supposed to have been tied up or something and you know i'm begging for my life so i'm doing the audition and it was going actually really well and i knew the director i had i had uh worked with him uh sort of before mm-hmm. i'm not actually on a film though um so the weird part about it was when i was done with the audition and there was you know there were other people in the room you know for the audition and so i um i went to pick up something and i was wearing something kind of skimpy because that's what the role required so i bent over to pick something up and (laughs) the person the director who was auditioning me said Oh, well, if you had done that during the audition. <laughs> you would have got there all. Well, and I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, if it's going to be that kind of a thing. Then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is your. I was just, kind of, I was a little bit weirded out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That is. There's probably some other crazy things if I thought about it. There's not too many crazy things, um, but yeah, that that was one of the things that was kind of funny. We talked to a casting director uh, a few months ago, Chris Gert, and he said a uh, guy brought in a knife, and he thought that was, <laughs> and he got the part. Oh. He got the part. Just that he had a. An... <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> He and pulled the knife out when he was auditioning too, right? Yeah, so he pulled like, it yeah. out in the middle wow. of the audition. Like it's like, wow, I guess he thought that was really gonna get him there, and it, the fact it did. That he was able to get, get it in the building. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody searched this guy before he got in there. Like, oh my! Although, although, if the if the guy the having the real knife itself obviously isn't what got that guy the role you know it was yeah it was that obviously he gave a really good performance because somebody who was giving a not not really excellent performance having a knife you know (laughs) i don't know they'd probably be like okay we'll call you security (laughs) so so maybe he tried like doing the the, like reading in the mirror and practicing it and then like he picked up a knife and was like i can only do this with this knife in my hand or i can't get into the role yeah (laughs) he he just (laughs) bought that knife to trigger that part of it oh i just thought something um i auditioned for i was on a show called um oh gosh now i'm now i'm blanking out it was an oh dream on there was a very popular show called dream on which was on hbo and this is a very long time ago probably 20 years ago Mm. and um but it was a big hit show so i went to go audition for it and it was so cool because the director and she was there to she was there for the auditions is um Catherine O'Hara. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, Catherine O'Hara, who was the mom in Home Alone. Home Alone, yes. I love her. I love her. Yeah, and she was also the, like, the, you know, neurotic stepmom in Beetlejuice. Mm. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah, you guys remember that, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just watched it this past this past, ho- this past Halloween. I watched it. Oh God, I love Beetlejuice. I've seen it a million times. So good. So um, good. But I went to audition for that, and I, the role was as as the snake lady. So I would have a snake around my neck during the show. Um, so. Um, while I was while I was auditioning, she seemed to enjoy my audition. And while I was auditioning, she mentioned that uh, that another person who came into audition actually brought a real snake, like a big one. Are you yeah. not cool and with snakes? So, <laughs> huh? Are you not cool with yeah. snakes? Oh no, I was fine with snakes. I actually had a bow constrictor when I was. Uh, 19. Wow. Yeah. So Catherine O'Hara says, you know, she was kind of chuckling that this other actress actually brought in a real snake, but she seemed to have been like that, you know, the attitude I got from her was that she shouldn't have brought in her, you know, 12 foot anaconda <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was wondering did she feel that that helped or if it hindered no no for i could tell the way she said it was that was not necessary uh, and not yeah. really you know <laughs> she's like i could imagine a snake around you it's fine yeah like, <laughs> you could have had a shawl on yeah, it would have yeah. <laughs> maybe I one did, of those I did actually, yeah i did actually get that role so when i when I did the part, when I shot it, they had a really big boa constrictor for me, which was cool. I was fine with the boa constrictor. I think my buddy Mark had one of those, and I think it was eating, like, guinea pigs. Yeah, like, you gotta we, them. Yeah. We'd have to go pigs. get, like, grown-ass guinea pigs for that thing to eat. Yeah, oh, my God. That. See, that's, that's the problem. I had my boa constrictor. I got uh, a baby, a baby boa constrictor. Yeah. So... And I would actually walk around outside, you know, to the store with this baby boa constrictor, like in my hair. It would curl up in my hair and it would just kind of be hanging out in my hair. So uh, a couple of times people would notice that I had a snake in my hair and they'd freak out. (laughs) 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 They'd jump, but I'll tell you that thing, you know, I had them for a few years but he you know eventually got pretty big yeah. and i had a really big a nice big terrarium for him i had all the stuff you know the to keep him warm and the lights and everything and of course he started on like little things and and like little teeny weeny uh, like crickets and then like teeny baby mice which was disgusting yeah. and then and then he got really big so i was having to feed him mice and then bigger mice and and eventually rats rats and yeah. it got, i couldn't do it anymore because i used to have pet rats i used to have rats as pets. Wow. and i just i i couldn't handle it it just yeah. grossed me out so much so i ended up giving him away to these boys oh the thing escaped it escaped out of the terrarium and i couldn't find him for days yes. i finally found inside one of my cowboy boots Oh wow! Yeah, he, yeah. He found my cowboy boots. He crawled in one of them. So I was trying to get him out, but he was like, 
lunging at me like he wanted to bite me, you know? That's what happened to my buddy Mark. Like, his his snake got out, and I think it was in his backyard in a tree, and he went to get her out, and she was just striking at him. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So... So I, I had I was working at a gym as an aerobic instructor at the time. So I told this one lady who was a regular, she had some sons, and I said, you know, I have this snake, and if you do, you think your sons would like a boa constrictor? And she's He's like, oh yeah, they'd like I'll tell you what, if your boys can get the snake out of my boot and they can have it and they can have all the stuff you know <laughs> that's no, amazing okay. <laughs> you like challenge these kids to get the snake out of your boot <laughs> I know I'm like I'm not going near that thing and he was hungry too because um, I needed to feed him and uh, I I usually was really good about feeding you know having a not good schedule but yeah. you know the bigger they get the longer in between they need to eat because you're yeah. feeding them bigger things yes but i knew he was hungry so i'm like you go get that hungry snake i'm not going anywhere near that thing you get that kid snake you get that kid yeah. <laughs> what up Deborah? you boy Go, go get it i was gonna ask do you only go for horror, horror rolls or do you go for any type of rolls Oh yeah, um, I'm of course I'm known for the horror films I've done. Yes, and and recently, um, I just came back from London. Oh, I was there. Gosh, um, in March, um, March. Yeah, I was there in March, and I was shooting uh, a horror film. It's um, it's kind of a secret, but it's basically a vampire film. Cool. So I was doing that, and then the time before that that I was in London, um, I did, it's horror, but it's comedy, comedy horror. It was Espresso to Die For, and the time before that that I went to London last year was to do There's No Such Thing as Zombies, which is horror, but it's another comedy horror, so it's funny, you know. Um, and so I've done quite a bit of horror and of course people know me for that but i've done a lot of dramatic roles too mm. too um i've done all sorts of things comedies dramas you know uh just just everything really oh and i'm really excited i i can't forget to tell you that i'm going to be i've been an assistant director on things before but i'm going to be directing a short next week Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's um, it's already been accepted. Well, it's Daniel, Daniel Baker. I think. Oh shoot, I gotta make sure I say his last name right. <laughs> yeah, Becker, Becker. Daniel Becker, Becker is a Baker, writer. Yeah. Uh huh. I said Becker Baker. Same thing. <laughs> Decker. Uh -huh. Daniel Decker. Yeah. So he he has a short. He's writing this uh, web series called Finding Wakanda. And he his first episode has already been accepted into a festival, a film festival called Channel 101 hmm. um, here in Los Angeles. So I'm going to be directing that one. And the second episode, if the first episode, uh, it's already been accepted. But I right. guess if it wins like in this group of 
winners, then then they will tell them, okay, now your second your second episode will be accepted. So we'll see about the second one. But the first one for sure is going to be in this festival. So I'm actually directing that next week. And then he also has another short. Um, it's called Millennial. Oh, God, I can't even say the word. Millennials. 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 That's it. Millennials of the blind. And we're shooting that next week. And um, I won't be directing that one, but I'll be helping out as uh, production for that one. But we're shooting both of those next week. So that's that's exciting. You know, lots of work going into that for pre-production. But, yeah, uh, I did this one... I've done a few dramas that I really liked. There was this one thing I did a few years ago up in the San Francisco Bay Area called Cycles of Loon. And that was a short film, but it was very good. It was really, really well done. The director, uh, Rhea Perlman. um, Wow. Rhea Perlman. uh, Very good. Oh, not Rhea. What am I saying? (laughs) 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 No. No, not Rhea Perlman. Um, it, it's so close. See how bad I am? Um, let me see. Uh, her last her name is actually... Oh, it was close. Uh, Rhea Puri. 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 Rhea Puri. Anyway, yeah. um, that was a <clears throat> drama. It was very good. I played, <clears throat> I played this kind of uh, uptight mother to uh, this young artist woman and anyway it was uh um i was one of the stars in that it was actually only three actors in it uh her and me and the and the guy who played her boyfriend but that was very good and i've done some other dramas but definitely you know i mean if you look at my imdb page you'll see that i've done quite a bit of horror i think most it's mostly Horror and comedy. Yes. Um, with a bunch of, you know, other variety type things in there. but uh, And sci-fi. I've done a lot of science fiction. Yes. I saw that. Um, I, I love sci-fi. I want to ask yeah. you, what, um, what's your, what do you prefer? Directing, acting, producing? Well, I'm really excited about this uh, directing um, opportunity. I've been wanting to direct something for quite a long time i'm i also write scripts so my intention was to end up producing and directing something that i've written um but this came along and they asked me if i would like to direct and i said well yeah that would be great you know and especially it's already in a film festival so that's even better and yeah. the writers very talented and all the people involved are very talented so i'm surrounded by a great group of people and um and i'm going to be helping out on his other little short that we're we're filming them back to back you know so uh so that'll be great i'm really excited about it but um the you know i i mainly act and write and produce and now directing and for me um they all have their things about them that are really exciting for me that get you know because i'm very passionate about what i do and i'm very passionate about um uh just the 
you know, the field of film, filmmaking in general. So, um, but I, you know, I, I can't ever, ever imagine just being one of these people that say, oh, I'm not going to act anymore. I'm going to retire from acting and I'm just going to direct yeah. or I'm just going to do this or that. That's what I was wondering because, if anything appealed stronger yeah, for, out of those. Yeah, for me, they all go kind of hand in hand because as an actor, you're creating. You know, you create, you, you're given a script, you're given your dialogue, um, and but you your imagination to fill in a lot of the details and to get the like backstory of your character and just all the things that are not provided in the script you're basically writing you know you're writing that that's so you're a writer and and a yeah. director too because you're uh you know you'll you'll have your director on the set that you'll be working with but you know you also incorporate um directing skills when you're preparing for a role so i oh god which one would i love the best oh my goodness that I think that's impossible to to say. I think if I was told I could only do one thing, I'd tell that person to go to hell because there's <laughs> no way I can just do one thing. But acting, I love acting. Yeah, I'll always I'll always act. And um, but I can't imagine, you know, not not taking directing op uh, director opportunities or writing opportunities. And like I said, it all goes hand in hand for me. I, I can't, it's hard to separate. It's like, it's like saying, uh, you know, to try to separate your, your physical, mental and spiritual being, you know, you can't, it all works together. One, your physical can't operate without, spiritual and mental and all the same, you know. Yeah. Deborah and your and your oh, and your spiritual can't operate without a body. I mean it could, but then you'd be <laughs> like a poltergeist and you know, right. annoy you'd just be annoying people then. <laughs> we're scaring them. You're yeah, we're all the above. Yeah. Deborah, we have to wrap this up, but thank you. Thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, thank you guys. Um let me see if I have anything that I need to tell you. Absolutely. So people don't say, why didn't you mention? Um, yeah, so I, I talked about the Finding Wakanda that I'm working on and the other one, the Millennials of the Blind. And then There's No Such Thing as Zombies will be coming out next year probably and Espresso to Die For and the X-Men, which is kind of a secret, but it's, it's going to be really cool. That should be coming out hopefully next year. And I have some other things. Uh, so I guess I guess that's it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, what is your handle on uh, Twitter? Oh, on Twitter you can find me under at, um, let's see, it's at the Deborah Lamb, and Deborah is D E B R A for those those who don't know. And then um, and Lamb is like the animal L -A -M -B. Lamb L A M B. <laughs> so I on I'm at the Deborah Lamb. On Instagram, I'm at the Deborah Lamb. On Facebook, I'm Deborah Lamb. I have a Deborah Lamb fan page as well as a personal page. I have a YouTube channel that's listed under Deborah Lamb. Please subscribe to my channel. That would be so cool. <laughs> and I think, yeah, that's it. That's that's all. Oh, 
yeah, that's it. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You guys are so much fun. It always, you know, the the time that you have people on is um, relatively short in comparison to other uh, shows. And I'm like, oh, is it over already? We were just getting warmed up. It goes fast, and that's it. Some of them, some of them don't have that much to say. So yeah. it's like you get the best out of somebody in that amount of time. It's true. Yeah, weren't we talking? Weren't we talking about the giant crows in London last time? Yeah, I was really drunk the last time we talked, so I don't remember any of that. <laughs> Like, oh, were you drunk at the time? Yeah, we were talking. I, I had, I, been, I had just group. come from London, or, or I was going to London, and you were talking about the giant crows. Somebody was. I think Slambo was. The ravens. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Have a good one, Deborah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for having me on again. It was always, it's always so much fun. You guys are great. You too. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, Deborah. Okay. Nope. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Hello. Dave. Yeah, it's me. What's going on, dude? Dave, give us like a few minutes, okay? We're going to go on break. And we, you can stay Yeah, no on. worries. All right, brother. We'll be right back with you. All right, right on. All right, we'll be back. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions and just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> this is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. 
Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. to the Robin Slim Show. Hey kids, show me on me where they touched you. Are we back? Dave. We're back. Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on, dude? What's up, dude? You are a podcaster from the Selling Out Podcast. That's right, man. Selling Out Show. Find (laughs) us on Twitter at Selling Out. That is true. Nice. And you are a New Englander in Dallas, correct? Yeah, how fucked up is that, huh? <laughs> Texas is a very interesting place to live. How Ever did been that there? happen? <laughs> Boy, I don't know if I can tell you the whole story. That might take forever. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if you get enough time for that. But no, I was born in New England, raised there. I've lived a little bit everywhere. I lived in New Jersey, actually, for a little bit. And I was just down in Mexico, of all places. Hiding out? And I zipped up from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, hiding out from the Federales. You got that right. And I won't tell you where the bodies are buried. But yeah, now I'm in uh, beautiful Dallas, Texas. My accent goes over very well. <laughs> Do you play People it up down no there? People have no idea what I'm talking about. What's that? Do you play up the accent in Texas? Do you, like, play it up even more? Uh- to be perfectly honest, yeah, sometimes just to fuck with people a little bit. But uh, <laughs> like my wife notices, I put it on a little thick here and there, and I don't know. Maybe it makes me sound more tough compared to these uh, y'all people or something. And maybe yeah. that's why I do it. It's like uh, I don't know. Maybe that's why. But but yeah, it's like for example, take Walmart. Right? Everybody goes Walmart. I say Walmart. <laughs> and, uh, Walmart. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go to Walmart. And I gotta go to like, Walmart. What the fuck are you talking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, what are you talking about? My grandfather, so, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna drive the car. My grandfather, <laughs> yeah. my grandfather's a Maine, so yeah, he's got that thick, that thick New England accent. Oh yeah, <laughs> car, the yard, park, all that stuff, garbage. Yeah, I say it all, buddy. Trust you me. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and man. actually, people in New Jersey loved it, too. People in New Jersey really got a kick out of it. Yeah. And uh, people... I don't know what it is about people in New Jersey just want to rag on people from New England all the time. <laughs> you guys feel the same way? You guys like to bust up balls, too, or what? I don't I don't really find that. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all right. I'm from North Jersey, but even uh, the only time it gets there is during a baseball game. During the baseball game, if if it's Yankees and the Red Sox. But then, then when it's like football, it's us versus Philly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really, yeah, I don't really get go. on for any other sport, but <laughs> just for Boston. Well, I always tell football to be weird because you got two teams, right? They, they claim to be from New York. They actually play in Jersey. <laughs> and Right? And then you yes. got you got different, like, factions of fans. You got some fans that are Giants fans, some fans that are Jets fans, but you're like, why? What's the reason for this? You know, you, you live in Jersey. What's, the, what's your affiliation? Where does it come from? Why the Giants? Why the Jets? They don't even you know? know. They don't know. 
where I'm from, we got one team. So you root for the one team, that's it. So we don't yeah. understand this whole like dual loyalty thing. Some people are like, yeah, when the Giants are doing great, I love the freaking Giants. When the Jets are good, I like the Jets. I'm like, that's, that's sacrilege, man. That you can't and- get away from can't do that. It, it depends here, like what what fan, what kind of fan you are too. If you're South Jersey, you got to be Philly. Yeah. You got to you. You don't have well, to be, but like a lot of times, it's the it same thing with life. the hockey man. Like all the people around. Yes. I'm a Devils fan, but everyone around here is a uh-huh. fucking Flyers. Fan. Anyone up north is Devils yeah. fan. Yep. Anyone down here is a Flyers fan. Fuck the Flyers. <laughs> but I did. I did. I did. Let me tell you. I did cheer for them against the Rangers. So. <laughs> I'm not there you go. That's something, right? That's something. Yeah. Right on. So, um, what else you guys got for me? What do you want to ask me? My life is an open book, just like on my podcast. <laughs> I wanted to ask, Dave, what was, uh, you talk about screwing up. What's the biggest thing you screwed up in life? <sighs> Everything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nah, I, that's kind of broad in a sense, right? But no, yeah. here's the thing is, like the guy I do the podcast with, his name's Nate. We've been friends forever, for years and years. We're in bands together back in the 90s and stuff. Okay. And, uh, you know, back in the day, we didn't really care much about the future. We never thought about it. So we're all just like a bunch of hot potty and idiots, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And yes. now, here we are. And, you know, I'm staring down the barrel at 40 right now, man. I'm 39 years old. And first off, I'm, I'm completely and utterly shocked I'm alive. <laughs> that you right? made it that long, yes. I agree. Yeah, totally, I'm 41, right? bro. And yeah, I'm like, I, I always said I would be dead by 40. <laughs> yeah, right. And then when you finally make it, you're like, holy shit, what do I do now? Yeah. And you wake up one day, you're married, you got kids, or whatever the case may be. You're a completely domesticated animal. Your balls are in a freaking mason jar. And you're like, is this what life is all about? And that's why I called the show selling out because I thought to myself oh. if I could meet myself when I was 18 and he'd look at me now he'd be fucking disgusted he'd, he'd be like what the hell happened to you man but in the same token I would look back and go you fucking idiot you what asshole you yeah you gotta get your shit exactly. yes yes right and he, he'd be the guiltiest party because he's the one who set this whole thing up so that's the one who deserves the, the punch in the face not me but still yeah, yeah. so but yeah, we were a bunch of hot potty and fools, man. I mean, drinking, drugs. Oh my God, uh, people getting knocked off of roofs, uh, <laughs> overdoses. The whole, no, seriously, yeah, the whole night. Yeah, I mean, like, you ever have a friend? It was crazy stuff. You ever have a friend do the same shit as you, and that friend died, and you're like, why the fuck am I still here? Like, yeah, I've had that a couple times. Like, that, that's some crazy shit. Crazy shit, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you nailed that on the head. Yeah, Sometimes right? you look back and you go, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, how am I still, how am I still <laughs> rocking? And then that dude, he's gone. Like, it, it's crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, then you go, well, I must be here for a reason, right? If I'm the one who made it. Right. But yet you're the same person who can barely get your ass out of bed in the and morning. Yeah, so, you, so what's my purpose in life? You never got that reason yet. Yeah, you're still... Mm. still uh, you're still wondering. Yeah. I asked an aunt of mine a few years ago. I said, does it ever get any easier? Does it ever get any better? And she said, no. And I appreciated that. Yeah. That honesty. Like, yeah, no, it just, it still sucks. It's always going to suck. Yeah. It, <laughs> it sucks in like different ways. It sucks in different ways. Yeah, but isn't that a great answer to give you? It's just basically like, hey, you're fucked. Yeah. Congratulations. You're like, you know what? Thanks. Thanks a bunch. I appreciate that. I did. I you appreciated it. I appreciated the honesty. Like, yeah, I, I did. I like that. 
Yeah, you got to. You got to, though, man. That's the thing. It's like when you, when you get to a certain age, you start appreciating honesty. Like, yes. you don't want smoke being blown up your ass. No. Uh, yeah, you don't want to so, be like, yeah, you could be, in, you could be uh, Matthew McConaughey. No, you, I can't. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird goal, by the way. Is that just yeah. a weird goal? That was Matthew funny. McConaughey? No, no. <laughs> I did. I wanted to be an actor. BMW commercials? When I was younger, I wanted to be an actor. And yeah, no, you just realized, yeah, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Yeah, I feel you. Shit. Yeah, I know when you're young, you want to be Kurt Cobain or something, and you want to be famous or whatever. Now you're just like, ah, just fucking everybody leave me alone. I don't want to be famous, <laughs> right? I take yeah. the money, but I don't, I don't need the notoriety or anything like that. So yeah, but, uh, you know. How did how did you meet your cause? You said from from working in bands. Was oh me and Nate? Yeah, we actually. Yes. Uh, I grew up as we mentioned. I grew up in Massachusetts. I'm from New England. Uh, we went to the same high school together in Dudley, Massachusetts, and. Uh, you know, back then in the early 90s, it was really easy to find friends in school because there's like clickies or clicks, you know? I just yeah. call them clickies. How weird does that sound? <laughs> uh, yeah, clickies. So, um, you know, you had your rocker dudes, you had your jocks or whatever. And Stars. you were one of those dudes like me who's in a, a metal music, whatever. And you just gravitate towards each other. And before you know it, you just start a band, you know? It's like now with podcasts. It's like everybody has a podcast, right? <laughs> back then, everybody had a fucking band. Yes, and, uh, yes. But it was cool, you know, we became fast friends and uh, we had a lot of the same interests again, musically, partying and everything else. We used to play out a lot, play a lot of gigs. So it was a lot of fun. And then uh, over time, like any other friend, you kind of drift apart, whatever the case may be there. And I've recently reconnected with him. And I've been doing another podcast for uh, two years about comic books called Parlapod. So I get a lot of experience now, you know, behind the mic and editing and everything else like that. Okay. And I said to him, I said, hey, I'm taking a little break from the comic book show. And I kind of want to do something just about life, man, about like our weird ass theories about stuff or, or if me and you hop on the phone and we, we end up talking, the kind of stuff that we like to talk about, you know? Cool. And he was totally on board with that. And then uh, we, we got together and we created this little idea here. What's your favorite uh, comic book? Ooh. Well, that's a, that's a tough question for a comic book fan like me, buddy. Uh, <laughs> let's see, my favorite comic book. I grew up loving The Incredible Hulk and oh, then, yeah. uh, Swamp Thing. Big Swamp Thing fan, too. Oh, so cool. if you look at Marvel, it's weird, too. Both the characters are green. I don't know why. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the deal is with that, but I like Hulk and Swamp Thing. Nice. Swamp Thing was uh, Alan Moore, right? Yeah, no, he, no. Yeah, Alan Moore did have a yeah. stint. What's that? Yeah, Alan Moore did, like, he did, like, a, a like a story. Like, oh, he, he did a story. He revamped the character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, What's in the that? 80s, he took it over, I believe it was 84, and uh, he kind of tossed the whole concept of Swamp Thing on his ear, where a lot of people were just like, hey, yeah, it's a fucking muck monster, whatever, what's the difference between Swamp Thing, Man yeah. Thing, Creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he, he was the one where it was like, a man that's a monster, well, what if the monster believes it's a man but was never a man at all? And that was a really cool concept. And uh, yeah. yeah, Alan Moore was, was fantastic. He really was. Now he's a fucking complete not a weirdo. Yeah. Fantastic. What's trauma? Is that trauma? T-R-O-M-A. Is that trauma? Tra trauma, the movie company? Is it, yeah, didn't they yeah, do that? Yeah, uh, toxic, toxic. They did oh, toxic, toxic Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say that came yeah, you, yeah, you're wrong. There was a Swamp Thing <laughs> movie, though. I do yeah, remember like a yeah, Swamp Thing movie. Them. Oh, there was two of them. I didn't know that. And then there was a series, too. Yeah. Like... Right, 
right? There was one on the USA Network. There was a series in the early 90s, which completely sucked, but I guess it's just yeah, a product was... of his time. Yeah. I remember watching that as like a real little kid with my dad, like back in the day. <laughs> was your like... dad mad about it, or did... was your dad like cool? No, he's like, yeah, it's Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always cool with whatever. Like, you're like, this sucks. Yeah, a dude in a rubber suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, they just announced a new Swamp Thing show because DC Comics is doing their own streaming service. And, right. uh, you know, all, all of us fans are pretty hyped about that because we're like, wow, now we're actually going to get, like, CGI and shit. Not just Dick Durick <laughs> with, like, weeds thrown on his head. CGI seaweed. I actually yeah. recently been reading comics and I've been trying to understand Marvel, so I've started, like, the 1998 stuff in Marvel and I'm reading the 98 Black Panther. Wow, just an amazing series. Oh, I thought you were going to say so. Oh, no, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, you were the kind of the one that schooled me in Marvel back in the day. Yeah, but I never had read comics as yeah. much as I'm reading now. But... Ah. Dave, how little... the fuck do you school somebody if you never read the comics? <laughs> I read a lot of so so I read a lot of uh, a lot of Wikipedia pages and a lot of like and I, and, and I had cards. I started I started I had, um, buying the comics cuz I'm like I had these cards, cards. I had these cards uh, that like the, the face of them would be a picture of a character and the back of it would be like a big bio of the character. So I, I learned a lot of, yeah. about the characters from like those. I had a bunch of old school comics that my dad had like left in his, in his garage from back in the day and I read uh -huh. like all of them. Like, I love that old era of like Marvel. Like yeah. The, like the 70s and 80s. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah, the 70s were great. The Bronze Era was fucking yeah. outstanding. For a yeah. second there, I was waiting for you to say that old era back in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago, that was the best spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, it's so weird now, too, because, like, I'll, uh, there's a thing in Texas called Half Price Books. I don't believe there's any in Jersey. And uh, it's a great place to find, like, comic books. And, of course, like your name, a lot of the books are half price or whatever. But some of the books I buy now are back from when I was a teenager. And I'm like, holy shit, man. I'm spending money on stuff that, you know, back then, not not to sound like a, a complete jerk to some of the other collectors out there, but I was lining bird cages with because it wasn't important to me at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess nostalgia gets us all. That's right? Grab us by, by the, the berries and says, oh, now now you miss it. It's been gone that's... for 20 years. Now you want it back again. And yeah. So it's been pretty it cool re-exploring, like you were saying about the Black Panther series and stuff, going back and looking at uh, some old titles I might have taken for granted back in the day. Yeah. What's one that really stood out to you that you think you took for granted back in the day and have read recently and are blown away by it? Well, I've been going uh, a little cuckoo, and it sounds pretty vanilla, but Superman. Okay. Superman's a character I've never liked. For some reason, I've liked yeah. these, yeah, but these you characters know that I had, like, I agree. You know, that. He's got cool bad guys though. Like some some he of the, does have a cool some of the gallery, villain, yeah. yeah, some of the villains like Brainiac, um uh what's uh, uh Doomsday. Even Lex Luthor yeah, yeah. is more of an interesting character than Superman himself. Like what about Bizarro. Yeah, Bizarro. <laughs> Bizarro. Yeah, Bizarro is dope. Just, yeah, Bizarro is really cool. Yeah, yeah, but I, <laughs> but I mean, dying. like when you look at Superman on, on the face of everything, he was he was the OG, right? Yeah, he was the yeah. first one, the guy who lifted the car over his head. Action Comics number one. You're like, all right, but he's always been kind of boring to everybody. Just, just, yeah, I don't know. To me personally, I would like these characters with like a tragic backstory and stuff. And I, yes. I mean, I guess he does too. I, you're you're a fucking kid. You get rocketed off your planet. That kind of sucks, right? Planet fucking blew up. Yeah, yeah. that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but he here's the thing, they bring it back. That's the thing in comics, they always bring all this shit back. So you think it's like, uh, 
oh yeah, Uncle Ben died. Oh no. And then some at one point in the nineties they're gonna bring Uncle Ben back or, or later and you go, Oh, well there goes that whole fucking thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh Superman's that's that nineties stuff for some reason. Maybe I was I was getting too baked at the time. again I was in my teens or whatever. I was losing interest in some of the mainstream comics. I was more interested in like girls and again being in bands and partying and stuff like that. So now it's kinda cool to to go back and, and explore some of those stories and they were pretty pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. some of the, the 90s Superman stuff. Well, was... even, like, I, I rewatched the uh, Superman animated series back from the 90s. That was, like, I guess Bruce Tim, the guy that did, like, the Batman animated series, he did a Superman uh-huh. animated series, too, and that was actually really good, and I kind of felt the same way about Superman, but watching that, rewatching that kind of uh, made me intrigued by Superman. Like, they're good stories. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, though. The movies and cartoons, I, I really don't care about. I really yeah. don't. Like, even even for like Marvel with all the stuff going on right now, you're not really into even those. Yeah, they're good. I mean, well, I shouldn't even say they're good. They're great, right? But it's like that's that's a whole culture now. It's weird to me. Okay, talking about comic books back in the day, it, it still wasn't a cool thing, right? And what do we have for superhero movies? The coolest thing we had, coincidentally enough, was the original Superman. Original film, Superman. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then you had a bunch of shitty-ass fucking movies that came out. They were kind of an embarrassment. We had that 90s Swamp Thing show we were just talking about. The yeah, yeah, right? There was, yeah, the 90s Captain America yeah, There was a 90s oh, plan. Oh, Captain America, don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> but like now, it's fucking cool, right? Everything about comics is yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, we're lucky we live in this day and age and stuff, but I'm still always about the comics because that's where I came from. That's yeah. Yeah. Now, had I been born now, for one, I'd probably be luckier because when I was a teenager, you go into a comic book store, you'd never see a woman, right? Never. And now, and now it's like uh, hot cosplayers, and these chicks are like, "I'm a comic book fan." You're like, "When the? Where the fuck were you? You kidding me? Where were you back then? This was such a, a hobby for losers, and now it's suddenly a fucking pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, but uh. I like the movies, don't get me wrong. I like all the properties. I think it's, it's cool and all. But for me, like even on my own podcast, the, the guy I did the podcast with, he would handle movies and TV because for me it was always secondary compared to the books. Mm. Wow. I, I would definitely... Yeah, I would definitely, though... <laughs> I would I'm, de- a, I'm an old curmudgeon dick. <laughs> you know, that's the way it is. I would, get off my lawn. <laughs> I would definitely... I, I would definitely, like seriously suggest going back and watching the old Bruce Tim uh uh Batman cartoon because it's 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 really well done like it's like they I actually, follow the comic yeah, book yeah, storylines too from what I understand and I actually like of that error I think it's better than some of the movies like yeah. a lot better the way they handled like everything it, what would the Driz say about that I heard Dave is a big Driz fan <laughs> yeah you a big fan of me of course you fucking are you don't even have to answer that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm a huge fan of you. Yeah. I, I saw you on the last show shoveling yeah. shit in your mouth like a human fucking vacuum cleaner. Yeah. I was amazed by the way that you can consume these things. I think you need Yeah, I consume fucking everything better than anybody else. <laughs> everything? Everything. Yo, anybody yes. anybody who consumes something, they'll be like, yo, I'm consuming yeah. this pretty good, but I don't consume it as good as the Drizz. That's what they say while right they're now, consuming. I'm jealous. 
I am yeah. jealous on how you're consuming air. Yeah. That's what I'm jealous He's of right now. You and Yo, because you don't, because you can't consume air like me. So that's how it is. I can't. Yeah. I don't. Nobody anybody can. can. I really don't. Hey, you know what? You're right in front of the camera right now. I can't see you. I'm on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> can you look into the camera right now? I want the people to look in the face of this this consumption master. Oh. Can you do Yo, that? What you up? doing that right now? Yeah, what up? Yeah, of course I'm fucking looking okay. in the camera. Everybody? I hope they can all see me. Y'all, okay. what up? Everybody, Yo. look at this face. Yo, this up? is a face made for radio. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's good, right? Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. fucking your balls. I mean, that's fucking sexy. Yeah, you now you're cool. Wait, you, wait, what? You, you said I'm sexy. Yeah. Said I'm fucking good looking. I don't saying yeah, that. Yeah, now you said that. That's all you want to interpret it? Yeah. Yeah. You said you said y'all look at this face. You said y'all look at this face. You don't got a face like that. Yeah. I don't have a face at all. You're right. Yeah. I love the day. I can't match the face. I can't match the the breathing. Anything you're doing right now, I just can't do it. Yo, Dave. Teach me. Yo, Dave. Can you rap? Can you fucking rap? Yo, drop a dope beat. No, no. Yo, drop something. Oh wait, what was the one you did last? week the friday one yeah. yes yeah that was great that was great that yeah. gave me an excruciating headache for about two and a half hours after so that, Yo, was, that well, was top-notch stuff well i was just covering the one that like rebecca black did but she stole mine because i originally had one called tuesday and she just ripped the fuck off uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. i can't wait yeah. till you drop thursday on wax yeah. that's the one I'm yeah well that was back in the day like i did thursday first and then i did tuesday <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense, chronologically yeah. speaking. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you always got to go in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Revert? Wait, what? Yeah. Obviously, nobody thinks as good as you either. That's 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 a gift. Yeah, I got a, I got like my creative brain from the heavens. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Well. Yeah, like I died. I died, and yeah. I was at like Heaven's Gate, and God was like, "Yo, Driz," and I was like, "Yo, God," and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna bring you back to life," and I was like, "That's cool," and he's like, "But you know what?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "You're gonna yeah. be a fucking genius when you come back," and I'm like, "That cool, God," <laughs> and then he brought me back to life, yeah. and I was a fucking genius. Yeah. You fucking genius, and you're like, "Yo, God." Yo, God, send me back. I'm going to do some weird shit. And here you are. Thank God. That, yo, God, I'm looking up right now. Yo, God. I had to put the yo in there for the drizz. Yo. And I'm looking up right now. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Wonderful. Oh, oh that's the best. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for talking yo. to us. You fucking rock, dude. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. I hope everybody who's been listening checks out it's Selling Out. Yes. We're going to be talking about some more crazy shit on there. And, I, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on to talk some stuff, man. It's been a lot of fun. It you, has You been. threw me on with the drizz. I had to. I had to bring the drizz out, yo. Yo. <laughs> yo, what up, Dave? <laughs> oh, have a good one, brother. All right. You guys be good. Talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah, take All care, right, my man. dude. <laughs> Well, no, we won't be back. Yeah, but, but I'll be here. Yeah, we're not. Driz, yeah, Driz will be yeah. here, and Frankie might join him. And, yeah, and Ron, Ron always comes yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, fucking love Mr. Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, Mr. Ronnie's Ron's my boy. Like Ten minutes. Away. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. 
Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. To the Robin Slim Show. Hey kids, show me on me where they touched you. That's a great thing. Listening to the Frankie and the Driz show. Frankie and the Driz serve prison time, and that's where they first met. Why is the pipe so loud? Lesson, and have a new lease on know. life and want to share it down. Positive just falling apart now. Let Frankie and the Driz come in your ears tonight and fill them with positivity. Show, are we talking? Hold on. Are we talking to David? Hey, how you doing tonight, guys? Yeah, what's going on, David? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. I 
I uh, it, it's 10:30 here. I just got my kids down to bed. They're supposed to be to bed at nine o'clock, but you know how kids are sometimes. They're, yeah, they they're annoying. I I hate kids. Got so much energy in those little things. <laughs> do you, how many kids do you have? Oh, there's just two of them. That's they're, a lot. Uh, they're nine and ten, so. They're a lot of fun sometimes, but sometimes they're a bit of a handful. Yeah, kids are a lot of fun. I used to teach uh, well, elementary you do school. business? Sorry? Yeah, you do you like do business, business or something? You're like a businessman? Guru? I, what I do is I help people buy and sell businesses. That's, that's my, my consulting practice. I've been doing that for over 10 years now. Yeah, Yo, you sell and business? You sell business? Like, what do you mean you sell business? How do you sell business? Like, people who own a business, I help them sell it. Yeah. I had a business. Yo, I thought, he just, I thought he just sold, like, the word business. He was like, yo, here's this word business. You want to buy it? <laughs> yeah, not like that. Yeah, that's my bad. Yo, Frankie, I you got a money business? to a guy named Wavy, and he fucking ran off with that money. Do you know how yeah, to get we, that money back? I we, beat up his mom. We, a couple we, we, times. we don't, we don't, we don't mention Wavy on this show. <laughs> yeah, so some guy ripped Frankie off because he lent him money for his business. I gave him a couple of twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, how should he get that back? Oh, well, you know, I guess it depends on the deal that you put in place and you gave him the money. What kind of paperwork do you have? No, I got a handshake and he fucking left the state. Uh, uh, these guys didn't even get a notary republic to, to sign it off on, you know? They just jumped into the deal like dick first. I told them it was a bad idea. Well, every good business starts with the right plan. That so you know exactly what, what's going to what happen. She what she said. going to be used for. Is, are you against a lot of things? Are you against anything? Am I against anything? Yeah, I'm against people being ripped off. That's what I got. I don't terrible. fucking like that. I want to beat his mom up again. Yeah, that's not cool. That, honestly, that's why I got into this business. And to beat up a mom. I make you, I make YouTube videos and stuff where I talk about buying and selling businesses. And the 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 worst thing that happens to me is when people call me up and they say, "I wish I had known about you years ago. I would have saved myself hundreds of thousands I would have of dollars." Saved it. Or people who read one of my books, like I got a book about franchises, and they. They send me an email and they say, because of your book, I saved myself a $100,000 mistake. To me, that's the best thing that can ever happen to me, is helping somebody avoid getting screwed. So yeah, so I went to like the local McDonald's the other day and I was like, y'all want to buy your business? And they were like, no, and laughed at me. So like, how would I go about buying McDonald's? Well, McDonald's is difficult because, you know, they're, they're expensive. But here's the thing that most Yeah, they didn't even give me an offer. Out. They were just like, you want a Big Mac? I was like, no, I want to buy your business. And they was like, Big Mac? And I was like, no business. And they just laughed. I was like, why are you laughing? Yeah. I want to buy your business. With, with, a, with a franchise, you got to make all kinds of applications. You got to have a lot of money to put down, especially with something like McDonald's. But, but what most people don't know is that most businesses are bought with the seller financing a portion of the deal. So, you know, 
if you're going to buy a little business that's going to earn you a living, uh, a, a real business where you can make money every day and support yourself, a lot of those businesses, people can't borrow money to buy them. And so usually what happens is a deal is worked out between the owner of the business and the person that wants to buy it. And maybe there's a little bit of money that goes down on closing day. And then the person who buys the business pays the seller over time. And so there's a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of people I've worked with who have gotten out of crappy jobs they didn't like, and they've bought themselves a small business and they've done it just by saving up a little bit of money and making a deal with the seller. And sometimes they're able to do it, you know, without having to have a down payment. It depends on what the motivation of the seller is. And so th there's all kinds of opportunity out there that most people just don't know about because most people, when they look at the sticker price of a business, if it's like 80 or a hundred or $200,000, they just assume, Hey, I don't have that money or the bank isn't going to lend to me. Yeah. Hold on, David. Yo, David, hold on. I got somebody yeah. just called me on my phone. Huh? Who's this? Yeah. What's going on, David? I'm holding hi, the phone. Hi, uh, hi, hi. Who's this? I was this Shawnee. Hi, hi Shawnee. He texted me. He said, he said he can't get through the show. We wouldn't let an infant 20 miles near you, Shawnee. Yeah, I don't hear. I don't understand him. What he say? He's 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 just being a, a he's just being a little weirdo, no, like he I'm always has been. Yeah, okay, y'all, David. Y'all, David, our a regular listener, Shawnee, wants to know if you can help him uh, adopt a child. <clears throat> uh, no, no, not, not a minor available. I'm I'm keeping them for myself. Can you help him get a little baby boy? Well, you know, maybe if he gets himself, you know, a business and he starts earning some good coin, he'll be able to grease the wheels of the adoption system, man. Yeah. Yeah, Shawnee, I don't know if you can hear David because our connection's a little screwy, but he says, he says, like, if you start a business, you probably get a baby. <laughs> yeah, what was that, Shawnee? Yo, you want 10 babies? Yeah. Yo, should he get like 10 businesses to get 10 babies? Well, I think he's gonna need at least 10 nannies. Or maybe just hook up with someone like Angelina Jolie. Doesn't she have like 10 babies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, what are you asking, David? Yo, he says you gotta get a business first. 
Alright, Shawnee, it's hard to hear you. I'm gonna have to let you go. Yo, David, have you ever sold a baby? I've never, I have never sold a baby. Yeah, he said he never done that. I've never sold a baby. Yeah, so what else you got, David? Well, you know, you know, that's pretty much it. Driz is a rapper, and he—I don't know. Have you ever rapped about businesses? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I did like a couple years ago. I came out with this album called Our Business Empire. I remember that. Yeah, 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 and I had this song on it called Emperor Business. And that yeah. album did like really, really good, and it was all about like teaching people about like how to like succeed in like the business world and shit like that. And I've learned a lot after I released that album, and so now I made another album. It's called Business Empire Part Two, and I have another song on oh, that yeah. called Business Emperor Two, and it's all about like what I've learned from my mistakes in the past with my business. So if I can get a dope beat, I'm gonna rap it to you. Trying to find one. Here's uh, what did that guy was talking about babies? Yeah, uh, that was Shawnee oh, Frankie. He wanted to get a baby or something. That's weird. He's yeah. Yeah, yo. You probably bought my album two years ago called Business Emperor. Well, now you listen to Business Emperor too. And I gotta tell you something. You shouldn't listen to that old shit. I was really fucked up, and it got a lot of people in trouble. It got him into a lot of trouble. So I'm going to give you some better advice. Don't listen to the Drizz. Don't listen to the Drizz. You're the Drizz. But I'll tell you one thing you should listen to. You should go out into the world and buy a big building. Buy a big building. Yeah. Yo, you want a business? You buy a big building. You should make sure that big building has a lot of Has a lot of stairs. It really should have a lot of stairs. Once you buy that building, you should climb up those stairs. Climb up those stairs. Once you get to the very top of the building, when you're on that roof and shit, you should just yell. Yo, I bought a building! I bought a building and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah, it's really good though. How many how many copies of that album did you sell, man? Yeah, well the old one I sold about like 14 million copies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of people in trouble though. Like some people tried using my business advice and like They like, sued you. Yeah, I got sued because they said it didn't work. Like I might have told them to like just punch people in the face. You <laughs> talked about freezing burgers and Y'all and freezing burgers and shit like that. But like it doesn't work. You can't Families. just like walk in a place and say fuck you and punch him in the face. Yeah, I thought it would be okay advice, no. but it was yeah, sounded good at the time. But I think like my new His advice, I think my new yeah, my old manager didn't know anything about good. business. But I think like my new advice, like I really think if you buy a big building that has like a lot of stairs and you get to the top and you yell like yo world, I bought a building. It's different. That's a good business plan. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah, it depends how much rent there is. Like, is this a building full of tenants, and do they pay on time? Yeah, what now it's just empty. What do you do when they're late on that You gotta find out tenants. where all their mothers live. Mm. Like, how, what's your collection plan? Yeah, what do you do about tenants are that are late? Are you good with, fine, with dividends? Am I good with dividends? Yeah. 
Well, you know, a, a dividend is what is what the owners get, man. After all, everything else has been paid, and their worker bees have done a good job. If there's a profit at the end of the day, then there's dividends. But yeah, you know, I don't think it's right to most, enslave most, bees. Most businesses, I don't know. Most businesses that. don't ever get that. That's a lot. It's of hard. It's hard to rate, make a real profit, you know, with competitors. And what if you buy like high that? and sell low? That's what I tell people. Yeah, buy high well, and sell low. Trading. That's, that's just trading. That's not really a business. Yeah, that's why you do it that way. Yeah, I used to trade Pokemon cards. I was like really good at trading Pokemon cards in the back. I tried to, to back explain the this to these guys, and they just way over their when, head. When you were when you were trading Pokemon cards, yeah. were you like those kids in the cafeteria that played like magic? Is that the same? Yeah, no, thing? because I was like. Yeah, no, I would go to the school premises. I was like 30 back then, and all the kids were like... <laughs> they were all like 10 and like 12, and I would like really fucking Sexy. rip them off. Yeah, I was good though, because like, I would give them like fucking like polywogs for like Charizards. <laughs> I would get the holographic Charizards, all the holographic Charizards, like Gastly's and shit. And I'd be like, yo kid, this is like your favorite Pokemon, but they didn't know you get it in like every pack. Yeah. They were fucking dumb kids. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I did good. Like that's good business. Why don't you give us your Pokemon rap? Well, but but yeah. then what was your plan with the good cards that you got? Did you have like a fence that you took them to? Like like, well, how did you turn that into cash? Yeah, I just kind of hold out. I, I held on to them for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about my Pokemon collection. I got a really big Pokemon collection. It's got a lot of holographic Charizards because I went to a high school and beat up a bunch of little kids. I didn't beat up kids, I'm just lying. I just ripped them off and stuff like that. But it's got a lot of holographic Charizards. It's in a suitcase in my closet. In about 25 more years from now, those holographic Charizards are gonna be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Do you have that yeah, much hundred, money? hundred million dollars? Yeah. Jeez, anybody? Yo, but not now. Like, all my holographic Charizards, they're, they're going to be worth that in about 25 years. I do, looked it up. Do you have any Charizards, Dave? I have none. I don't even know what they look like. Yeah, that's bad business. <laughs> well... You know, hundreds of millions of dollars 25 years from now, that that sounds like a lot. Like, you know, it does. It yeah, I looked it up on the internet. It I, says, like, it says, like, yo, Driz. And I was like, yo, internet. And it's like, yo, Driz. I was like, what up, internet? And internet was like, yo, guess what? If you hold on to those Charizards, in about 25 years, they're going to be worth $100 million. dollars. fucking money. And I was like, yo, that's, internet, that's fucking awesome. And the internet was like, yeah, and, like, winked who, at me. Duckets. And then it winks. Who, who was saying, who was saying Alexis. that on the internet? Someone who's selling the Charizards? Yeah, now the internet said that. Alexa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, David. That's been great. We got to let you go. Where can everybody find you? Bye. Uh, if anyone's interested in learning about business deals, they can go over to davidcbarnett.com. David and uh, it's my blog. There's Barnett. hundreds of videos. Yeah. Yo, we just talked to David Barnett. We got hundreds. He told us a lot about business. But my business tips were better. So you should really get the Driz's new album I if you really want to learn about business. That guy's not a good friend. He likes us.
That's the first one of those interviews we've actually finished. <laughs> <laughs> the squeaking of my wet foot. Oh my god, I was like, how is he still on the phone? That god uh, I couldn't take it. That goddamn plumber, oh, man. He was just being too noisy next to He just time. he started like asking me questions about my Pokemon trading. <laughs> he stinks. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we'll see you later. Uh. The Robin Slim show. <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't like it wasn't even popping up. <laughs> it sounds going right to voice. It mouth. sounded yeah, even sure. funnier with the phone up to the <laughs> well, I was wondering. Yeah, it was it was fine. silly, yeah. I couldn't understand it though, and I, I like I, it was a weird communication thing, so I was just like repeating things he was saying. Cause I I figured you we're Obviously gonna get hear, some but... babies. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, you just gotta get some businesses. That was like his answer to like yeah, your. Babies? Yeah, he was like, well, if he gets some businesses, he'd be able to like adopt some babies. <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> that's uh, good advice, like that. I guess. <laughs> that sounds like a racket. <laughs> the worst part is I could see Sean. Right, we'll Sean see you guys next week. Come on, to get baby. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. 